Pac-Man's a fucking idiot. The U.S. strikes back, killing a member of the Islamic State. What? Planet Welcome to Planet Rage, the intersection of insanity and madness. Here are your hosts, Larry Blydner and Darren O'Neill. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, lutfas of all ages. It is episode <laughs> 113. 113, 113. Of Planet Rage. I'm kind of surprised that CSB boosted the show because he does not like the number 13. Well, really, he's superstitious, huh? He finds it that. to be an unlucky number. Well, isn't there a syndrome for that? Tristedictophobia or something like that? That's probably. There is, yeah. Pretty sure that's it. Afraid of the number sure 13. Huh? Afraid of the number 13. Yeah. yeah. Well, I know some people who've had remarkable uh, occurrences, you know, really awful shit that always seemed to happen on the 13th of the month, you know, so knows they believe in i mean i guess you either get it or you don't yeah yeah i mean taylor swift was born on the 13th and she's done okay that tay tay (laughs) i think we're gonna have a lot to talk about her today darren in fact i I do a clip for you i just i sent i know that we came in over the transom and i apologize for that but uh i have a special tay tay clip just for you (laughs) well now that her man is gonna be in the super bowl Okay, is that a done deal? School me, because you know I don't give a shit about football. But <laughs> yeah, it, seem, it seems like the Chiefs are in. I don't know who they're playing. I'm, I'm assuming it's all set. I do not watch. Right. I believe in my lifetime, if I am not like remembering something incorrectly, the only Super Bowl that I ever watched was 1985 when the Bears were like the team. That was the one year the Bears and Chicago went crazy. It was the you know the super bowl shuffle year with jim mcmahon and the refrigerator and walter payton and oh i remember that mike singletary and i I never watched football so the fact that i know those even four names is amazing even i know those names because they were just ubiquitous during those times i mean they were everywhere especially the refrigerator i forget a guy named that (laughs) william the refrigerator perry having way too much fun Mm mm-hmm and yeah. that was when football really took over Chicago. I went to one playoff game in a different year. I think maybe it was after that, like maybe 86 or 87, which is the only professional football game I ever attended. I went to one Orange Bowl, but and uh, that pretty much did it. I think I went to, when I was in high school, I think I went to one of the football games between our high school and the big rival other all boys mm. Catholic high school, which is now a co-ed Catholic high school. But mine's They're still all, all boys. Think, aren't they? Yeah. Oh, yours still is? Yeah. No shit. That's impressive because mine was like hardcore, no chicks. And, you know, last time I checked the website like 10 years ago, it's all, it's co-ed. No. Well, I think the reason is the way it was set up. We had the school that I went to. 
as far as the land goes, then that had the football field there. And on the other side of the football field was an all girls Catholic high school. So if you were going to do anything, you would have had to shut one of those down. And I think they've always had enough students where it didn't really, would it really make sense to make both of them co-ed just to be like, Hey, we're woke. We're following along. It's like, no, you have a boy's school next to a girl's school. And it worked out because anything you needed girls for. So if you wanted a cheerleader squad for the football team, got a school right there. They need guys for their plays and things like that. Our school's right there. That's convenient. It all worked out. But as far as I know, now that is a done deal. And everybody was really hoping that Taylor Swift wouldn't be going to the Super Bowl. Yeah, I read uh, on on, uh, No Authority Social, some guy had this prediction that like... uh, it's all it's all been rigged and and uh, she and and and, and uh, Kelsey who is a dipshit I might are yeah. going to uh, who are going to get engaged at the at the game and then she's also they're bo- also going to tell everyone to vote for Joey. <laughs> so, Noodle boy know. brain Joey. I'm still yeah, 180, 187 IQ. Did you see that? No, wait. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No. That uh, Kareem Abdul Jean Pierre Cut Cardan, you know, Oscar De La Renta. <laughs> Uh, said that uh, she told some uh, some some uh, journal that Joey's been tested and his IQ is 187, which I think is like several points over Einstein's. I got to check that. But I, think, I, think, <laughs> well, I think it tops, which is like, fuck. <laughs> well, she probably Holy messed shit. it up. Man, she's not real smart either. Maybe she messed up the number. No. Maybe, maybe. And it's like, well, maybe. somebody said, you know, they, they, there should be a decimal in there somewhere. Yeah. Or, I mean, I can't even see that if they tested him 40 years ago. He was always an imbecile. He was always a stupid, stupid person. Now, here in Chicago, uh, two killed and 14 shot over the weekend. The weather's warming up a little bit, so those numbers will start coming up. Okay. And I kind of feel a little bit like Joey for the show, because right before the show, well, an hour or so before the show, just had a an ocular migraine. So... It's one of those oh, things shit. where should you uh, even be here? I mean, if you want to like no. bag it and, and you put a cold compress on your head or something, I'm you know, no. The, the headaches don't really. I'm, I am very blessed because I've heard from people who get migraines that just take them out as far as the you know. It's like an ice pick going through my brain. They say. Mm-hmm. For me, I get the ocular bit, which means uh, words start kind of if you're trying to read them. Well, oh, they man. kind of start getting either they disappear or you start seeing like a sparkly thing going around and it gets bigger and bigger and bigger until finally after 20 to 30 minutes, it just kind of goes away. But once it goes away, there's varying timetables for what will then happen. Sometimes it's like, Oh, okay, that was it. No big deal. Nothing after that. And there are other times like for about the last hour while having lunch with the wife it's like i was just yawning after yawning after you it was like all of a sudden it was like boom something hit you and my hands were cold which is like i never get cold i'll leave the house at like 65 degrees and be like this is warm Mm -hmm. so with these sometimes you get that you get cold hands Mm -hmm. so it's it's a weird neurological thing that the the migraines are they're not normal headaches and that is as i've talked about before the thing that put me in the hospital the one time to the well it just made the whole half of my body numb from and it moved it wasn't like all of a sudden 
your half of your body was numb and kind of tingly. Mm-hmm. It moved. It was like, well, I first felt it in two fingers and then it was the whole hand and then it was up to the arm and then it was the face wow. and it was very so this weird. was a wave. It was a wave action. Uh-huh. Going, Holy shit. And then you're basically have monocular vision kind of. So this must right. really fuck you up. <laughs> wow. Well, I wouldn't Holy want to be shit. driving on an expressway or anything when it kicks mm-hmm. in. That's for sure. Yeah. Which I started getting these the first one. I was at my wife's house, then girlfriend for the first time on Thanksgiving. The first year we were within the first year we were going out. Wait a minute now. Were you having Thanksgiving dinner with her family? Yes. Which I mean, oh, stress so this, is, this, this is major. This is a big deal. <laughs> this isn't you just swinging by. Hey, I'll have a mashed potato. We're going to the movies or something. This is big. Okay. Continue. You know, and I was just now like again. sitting there and I was talking to her grandfather. And then all of a sudden it was like, huh? Like half his face is gone as I'm sitting there talking <laughs> and it's, it's just some very weird things that happen to you Holy with God. the ocular migraines because it just messes with the vision in all sorts of different ways. And it's like, well, just things weren't completely there. And even then I never got the headache. It would be very easy to understand what it was if you had this weird little thing and then had a horrible headache, but figured out it was the a migraine but for whatever reason i don't get the headache so i i i don't want to complain because people get it a lot worse except for the time that half my body went numb this i'll take which is like eh, i kind of feel and it can be anywhere from zero minutes up to a day or two where you just don't feel yourself after these things mm-hmm. and i don't know if anything really changes it it's like i tried to uh Right when it starts, it's like, okay, I'll take a couple of Tylenol and then just slam caffeine if I haven't been. And today I only had one coffee. It was a lighter morning than most. So I don't know any weird little change. The weather is changing. So Hmm. who knows why? But I feel like Joey, like I said, I feel like my brain's going at like 85% instead of uh, 100%. So maybe I can start knowing what Joey feels like. Were you like, what? I think you'd have to take a uh, sledgehammer to the back of the head to even begin to get in the Joey zone turn <laughs> of confusion. Probably. Maybe, maybe a hit by a locomotive, something, something like that. Well, that is the hilarity with all of this, that people are trying to make Donald Trump be out to be the oh, idiot. Yeah. Oh, because the Pelosi uh, Haley uh, gaffe. That yes. One? Yeah. Well, and I said that to, uh, we had just left my parents' house. We saw them this weekend. And when I was talking to my wife, I was, I said the wrong name. I don't remember what it was, but I said like my sister's name instead of my wife's name, whatever it is. And it's like, well, that's because you were just talking about somebody else. That kind of thing happens all the time. And not only to people that are old, that for whatever reason, you put the wrong name sure. in. Of course, happens all the time. That knows no age doing that, of course. Now, I pulled this clip, which is a quick little 38 seconds, but this was from Mediaite, which is another one of these. When you look them up, they say they lean left, but this will show you what they are because this and I cut out some of the music kind of stuff, but this was a YouTube video that was titled Trump slurs his way through chunk of speech. Biden team pounces. And I just wanted to play this, especially 
after it had been edited to make sure you can hear clearly Donald Trump. If there's any time in the next 38 seconds that you feel like Donald Trump is unintelligible or that he is slurring, let me know. Well, how stupid are our leaders? We can be energy independent and even energy dominant. Yes. Oh, yes. And quickly, says President Trump. We have become a drug infested, crime ridden nation, which is incapable of solving even the smallest, smallest problem, the simplest of problems we can no longer solve. We can't do anything. We are an institute and a powerful death penalty. We will put this on. We have to bring in the death penalty if we want to stop the infestation of drugs coming into our country. Now, he sounds tired. I know he hasn't been sleeping much, according okay. to reports, but I didn't find anything that I couldn't understand what he was saying. And I don't hear any slurring at all. None. He, he missed like an M in a word at the beginning. Uh, but that was it. I mean, that's very minor. I do shit like that. I mean, everybody does that. Everybody. So, yeah. So the fact yeah, that this is, this is their proof that Trump slurs yeah. his way through speech. Well, yeah, well, that's kind of, I think probably like the, uh, you know, the memo went out recently when they see what he's doing. He's the guy now. I mean, it's, it's utterly clear, you know, he's, he's, uh, all competitors have fallen by the wayside, except Nikki, who's too stupid to stand down. Um, well, do but, you, I mean, do you really think she's stupid or is this a play? I look at it a few different ways. One, she might just be on giving her the biggest benefit of the doubt would be she's just hanging on in case any of Trump's legal battles become so bad that he has to drop out. Or if there's some, if, if the Supreme court says, yes, states can take him off the ballot, then Nikki will be like, Oh, I'm still here. That could, that could well be. I, 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 I buy into that, yeah. which would make sense that you'd want to be yeah. the one, like, even if I know there's no way I can beat Donald Trump, we know that this would be the hail Mary because if she drops yeah. out, then DeSantis is back in. Everybody's back in. Sure. Sometimes runner-ups win. Yes. Yeah, they hang in there long. Yeah. Okay. I'm good with that. So that could be it. On the other side of things would be she wants to cause as much damage as she can to Donald Trump yep. because she doesn't really. I mean, everybody's like, well, she needs to foster the MAGA base because even though you don't like Donald Trump, he beat you this time around. And if you think, cause she's young, she's only 52. So I'm assuming she thinks she's going to run again. She would certainly do a lot better if she were to play to the Trump base. But I also think she might just be doing the 180 and is eventually going to come out that she's now a Democrat. And that would be, so then she wouldn't have to, worry about the MAGA base so her whole thing would be to cause Donald Trump as much pain and misery as she can and then garner favor with the Democrats yes well the the Reed Hoffman support would would certainly validate that uh, that third uh, scenario wouldn't it it would seem to yeah I mean it's always hard to know exactly what's going on mm -hmm. and the other part of that is I do have a feeling that getting Trump to a debate stage is also one of the top things on the Nikki Haley slash Democrat wish list at this point. 
because it will be a no-win situation when it comes to the media, though, as uh, Trump's buddy of 30 years, Bill O'Reilly, keeps pointing out, if Trump could hold his tongue and just talk about his record and talk about Joe Biden rather than directly engaging Nikki Haley in that kind of a debate, that he would do really well. He's like, if you remember Ronald Reagan in one of those debates when people tried to go really low, I forget who his opponent even was. Reagan was like, oh, really? Is that what we're going to do? do? Do we not want to talk about the issues? I mean, Donald Trump, if he could learn that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, Trump, uh, you know, he's a great executive, but a pretty shitty statesman. I think that's kind of you know clear. And also he needs a good HR guy. I mean, he hires the worst idiots. Um, but yeah, but I think at this point, I would disagree with O'Reilly in that Trump has, he already refused every other debate when there was a field of five or seven, whatever the hell it was. Right. Knowing full well that there was no, there was no, no, uh, nothing in it for him to participate in that. And so what's one more? So Nikki Haley says, oh, he's afraid to debate me. Well, no, you know, he didn't, he didn't debate DeSantis or Vivek or Krispy uh, 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 Kreme. Right? Yeah. Yes. And, you and know, so what the fuck? And it's been shown that she's that far down the list. Yeah. As O'Reilly pointed out, though, Donald Trump being being that this would be a Republican debate, not the Mm. presidential debate. Trump has a lot of power to decide who the moderator would be. So he's like, he could go with one of his cronies. He can go, well, you know what? I'm only going to do the debate, Nikki, but Sean Hannity's got to do it. He's got to be the moderator and, you know, we're going to do it here. And yeah, he has a lot of power and he could use that platform to bring the independence over, which is what he needs at this point, because Everybody knows he is going to be the guy going against whoever the Democrats, whether Joey is still in there. And that is questionable at best. Mm-hmm. Whether Joey's in there or not, we know it's going to be Trump unless something amazing happens, because there's no way Nikki Haley's winning any more mm-hmm. of the primary. She put all of her money into Iowa and New Hampshire and New Hampshire was rigged. As O'Reilly, really, he schooled me. So I give him a lot of credit. I talked about it on random thoughts because I had no idea the way that New Hampshire did the voting. And it's like, well, now it makes absolute sense why Nikki Haley even got within 10 points. That was a great episode of Random Thoughts, by the way. And you uh, you explained that whole thing magnificently. And everyone should listen to Darren's one of his other 700 podcasts. The original one. Yes. Randomthoughts.com. That's R-A-N-D-U-M-B. It's great. Thank you. It is the longest running podcast out of all of them. Out of your suite of of, uh, hundreds. Yes. Now you've got a Nikki clip. Do we want to go with heckle and Nikki? I do. Just before, let's do the Nikki thing. But before we get there, you mentioned uh, uh, those idiots saying that Trump is, uh, you know, is verbally uh, incapacitated. Right. Yeah. So I would just say this. Let me say this about that. Um, he uh they're desperate they realize now he is you know basically an unfor- unstoppable force um you know hopefully and they're and i think the memo has gone out from the top just sling any shit you can just pull it out of your ass and throw it out there because that's how basically they they ruined his presidency right and they want to ruin his candidacy the same way so you've got that fuck face that rodent James Carville, who accused him of being having syphilis <laughs> right. well, last yeah. week, right? 
And then this week, I'm sure you've seen this omnipresent uh, Cretan on on, uh, on on X. Brian, I think there's two of them, the Krasensteins, Krasensteins, whatever. And this guy's circulating. It looks like a, a bad photocopy of, uh, of a bill of lading or something from the White House with all types of purchases for uh, morphine and, and fentanyl, all these fucking drugs and say, oh, this is all tr- tr- this. This is this was from when Trump was at all. He's a junkie. <laughs> fucking guy doesn't even drink. I don't think he's had a beer in his life. But now he's on fentanyl. He's on morphine. So they're just pulling out any shit to throw at him to see if it'll six. And some of it will, because the mouth breathers who never go deeper than the footpath will buy it. Well, yeah, he's on McDonald's and diet Coke, which might be worse than fentanyl to be honest. (laughs) You never know, but it break, you break it down with what's in there, but it is hilarious to me to watch the media fight the Biden crime family stuff that, Oh no, there's no money coming in from, Russia, there's no money coming in from Ukraine. There's no money coming in from China. And then turn to Donald Trump was taking money from Russia and China. And it's like it literally everything that the Democrats have been accused of by the hardcore Republicans, the news media is bringing out against Trump. Russian collusion. Well, of course, we now know that that was actually Hillary Clinton. Yeah. who set that whole thing up and it was all a farce, but nobody ever talks about that. The fact that they keep misquoting thing, like where things like there are good people on both sides and they're like, well, this means he was talking about neo-Nazis. Like, no, he wasn't. Mm-hmm. But the fact that they know these things and they keep lying tells you everything that you need to know. There is no honor. There is no truth. Zero, zero. It is all we, we will do literally anything to win which just adds fuel to the fire for the people that believe the election was completely rigged which it's hard to prove either way but we know where the money went and a lot of people still think it's the voting machines and that it's like no you look at the zucker bucks you look at the individuals going door to door to collect the mail-in ballots Mm. the mail-in ballots hold the key of course they do like the mail-in ballots and and the complicity of the media the mainstream media as well as social media i mean when when twitter and dorsey and the pre-musk twitter um have buried the hunter biden laptop story when they uh, uh flipped people who uh, who challenged the old COVID narrative that then i mean that was it that was it it was so clear it was so crystal clear what was going on and that had a huge effect on the outcome of the of the election. I can and even when Obama ran, they called him the first Twitter president, right? And um, I remember talking to somebody uh, his second time around. Who was it? Was it was Mitt? Right, Mitt Romney got shellacked right by Obama, and uh, you know, it was some party, something, whatever the hell I was at, and got into a you know discussion about this. And I said, Obama's going to kick Romney's ass right down the street. Why do you know that? What do you mean? Uh, very simply. Look at his fucking number of Twitter followers and Facebook followers. Romney's a ghost. He doesn't even exist. And, and fucking Obama is huge. And that's really where people's heads are. They're not watching television anymore. Only, only wrinkles are. People who need catheters and, uh, and uh, you know, reverse mortgages. They're watching TV. And they're, they're dying off very quickly. And I was right. So... Well, yeah, that is how people are getting their news now, which, of course, means there is 
even are even less filters when it comes to at least in the good old days if a politician said something a newspaper or a radio station or a television station had to get that quote maybe they had audio and video even better and then relay that to you so that if it was something that was an obvious lie you know if Mitt Romney came out and said uh well I think Barack Obama is really from the planet Mars Mm-hmm. Well, then somebody would have been like, I can present with the, you know, I will present you what he said, but tell you why he's nuts. Right. Now they just get to talk directly to the people. I don't know if that's better or worse. I think what it should do, though, the social media landscape, the fact that any idiot with the microphone can make a YouTube video or a, a podcast. I mean, I guess if you want to make a video, you need a um, camera of some sort as well. but. The cost to entry is zero, so I want to know why we are still spending millions of dollars for politicians to get their word out there. Let them post it to the internet for free like every other asshole does, and that's it. Yeah, yeah, I like that, yeah. You know, Donald Trump can go, well, of course, they would just take him off the social media, so, I mean, there's that. Mm -hmm. But I don't see why you need more than that. So if there's two people, you know, fighting for a position, you know, they want to both be elected for the same thing. Well, go make your point on social media and that's it. Why do you need to spend millions of dollars on advertising? What, how many political ads is the Super Bowl? I'm assuming they take political ads, but I don't remember ever seeing one or maybe they don't take them. They probably would, but it's kind of bad timing, isn't it? It's a little early to the, you know. It is early, but the election cycles are all screwed up now. That's true. Yeah. I don't know. It's very early, but people are insane. Yes, they are. (laughs) I don't think that's changing anytime soon. No, it's only going to, it's only going to intensify. Of course. Everybody's now like, oh, who's Donald Trump's vice president going to be? Yeah. Well, who do you think it's going to be? I think uh, it's interesting that people believe that it has to be a woman it's like i don't i don't think trump is going to pick based on anything beyond who he thinks is his best chance of getting a win Mm -hmm. which it may be a woman i mean maybe that's it it depends i mean if the democrats are really going to run and it seems they are which i i can't believe it I can't believe that it's going to be joe biden with kamala harris that they're not shoring up the ticket at all yeah but i guess they feel that if you pull kamala harris then you're going to anger a bunch of women who are like what no it's her turn i mean there Mm. are some people who literally think kamala harris should be president and i want to know who those people are yeah i want to talk to them i I think they're so confident in their ability to uh to cheat and rig that you know if if it isn't if 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 it isn't new scum and i still think that's a real likely probability um, they'll just run Joey, you know, the weekend at Bernie's candidate. They don't give a fuck. Yeah, we know he's, you know, he's not coppice mentis. We don't give a shit because we run, we run the show. So fuck off. That's really their attitude, I think. Which is why you think they would have a better vice president because this would be, we know Joey's, if he really does make it into another mm. term, I don't predict that he was going to make it deep into it. Yeah. We didn't think he was going to make it deep into this one, though. So we didn't. We didn't. Oh, true. <laughs> true this is yeah. and i know it is so hard to do from outside the tent you know you're, you're not there 
with Joey in his private time. You don't know what kind of drugs they're putting him on. You have no idea what's going on because he is the most ghosted president or ghosting president that I've ever experienced in my lifetime. He doesn't do anything. He doesn't leave the White House. He hardly makes any appearances. He doesn't do press conferences. So you don't really know the state that he's in. Right. But doctor, I mean, I've seen, uh, again, on Bill O'Reilly's show, he brought in a doctor who's like, yeah, from what, again, not a, not medical advice because it's only things that you can see from outside. It was like, there's a really good chance he's in the not so early stages of dementia. Well, and, sure. Yeah. And these are the kind of things it's like, well, one, how does the average American citizen miss this? It's like your head has to be fully in the sand. Not to, I mean, and then it's hilarious when the left is now going to be running those kind of clips like we already played of Donald Trump saying, oh, he's slurring his way through a speech. And then they have Joey going, and they're like, oh, yeah, he's on top of his game. They don't care. I mean, truth and reality just doesn't matter anymore. And um, look at the, I mean, the fact that they, that they, that he got in the last time really says everything you need to know. Um, they've, They've got it rigged. They've known how to game the system. Um, he's a gibbering fool, and so what? You know, really. And they'll just put keep putting out sound bites. What they do is, I mean, I, I had to crack up a couple of episodes back. Um, they ran a clip of Joey, and he was in his fiery mode. And I have one of those I sent you, um, you know, all jacked up. And and remember, Adam said that some of his, uh, you know, medical tech producers, when he polled them, they said, "Oh, that's absolutely adrenochrome." Right. That, that right. would do that. Like, oh, holy shit, you know. So, yeah. So they'll just, they'll just, you know, put a spike in his arm, run him out, you know, let him, let him run his mouth for for the the, the period of the soundbite that they need, whatever they wanted to say, and you know, put him back in the in the limo and set him home for a, a nap. Yes. Which, unfortunately, that's the world we live in, where if it is in fact a Trump and Biden race, it'll then be Biden saying no to the debate and part of the reason he'll give i don't want to legitimize donald trump and here's the other thing for donald trump to maybe want to do the debate with nikki haley because otherwise the biden people will be like well see he wouldn't even debate nikki haley so why should we debate him Hmm. there's a lot of moving parts i guess and i think he could handle nikki haley it's very interesting to me because my mom in her 80s like i don't like that woman yeah. It's like, well, why? You know, she's I mean, phony because she comes across very phony. Well, that's true. Really. This is true. And she's also coming across very Donald Trump like, which I find hilarious that, well, Donald really? Trump is too abrasive and he says mean things. And it's like, well, that's her whole attitude, too. Hmm. Kind of the I way she get that off of her. I just get like a, just another grasping, ambitious uh, politician who's. Uh, what did, what did somebody go? Is it uh, DeSantis called? No, it was Vivek um, called her um, somebody in a skirt. Who was it? Remember that? No, I don't remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was one of the, one of the Republican debates, which I did not watch, but I saw the soundbite, the clip. And uh, he says she was just, who the fuck was it? Somebody like uh, Chuck Schumer in a skirt, something, something <laughs> like that. It was pretty funny. Yeah. Yeah, which again okay. kind of points right down that line that it wouldn't surprise us if she wound up changing her party affiliation. Mm. 
Now what these you've got this the heckling Nikki clip. The heckling, I just love a good I love a good heckling. And this thing runs about a minute and you can listen to it. And unfortunately, it used to be like the heckling used to go on or or the the person with the microphone at the podium would have some response, some repartee, right. as all great, true live entertainers, uh, a.k.a. stand-up comics, do. You know, you're always, you will get heckled. And these people are so fucking inept, Nikki being one of them, that they really have, have nothing. And then this, it's, this, it's like watching the same video with different faces again and again. The, the shaved head, um, muscle-bound ape security guys appear from nowhere and escort the heckler out. And that's, I think that's kind of a relatively new um, protocol for this shit. And I think it's an awful look for the candidate, whoever it is. If you can't fucking handle yourself right. with some guy who is not have the benefit of amplification, you know, from 37 rows back and have some type of a response, you just sit there or stand there mutely staring at your security detail to get him the fuck out of your hair. <laughs> right. Well, you're incompetent and you get no, no business whatsoever doing what you want to do. True. You have to know how to deal with those situations, yes. how to uh, bring the comedy part of it out, how to uh, de-arm the situation. Yes. But let's hear how she does here. He's got to stop trying to get back into an Iran deal that doesn't help us. And he's got to start making sure that we show American strength. That's the only way we will get that done. No new wars. I'm with the military industrial complex. None of us want new wars. None of us want new wars. Where's the money coming from? We know where your money's coming from, Nikki. We know. And we're sticking with wars. We want chaos going on the chaos going on but then here at the end you know, it's it's nikki's crowd and they start to applaud as this guy's being ejected now i might add for our benefit and uh, and everybody out there in podcasting land i sweetened that i jacked up that guy's volume significantly i mean like 400 percent. he was almost inaudible he was way the fuck back in that auditorium could barely hear him but i wanted everyone to be able to hear what he was saying about reed hoffman and no more wars and so forth. So he wasn't nearly as loud as, as it sounds on this clip, you know, but she, she couldn't handle him. No, well, that, and she's the only one with the microphone. So that's an yeah. advantage. Mm-hmm. And a part of that would be thinking on your feet, which Donald Trump seems <laughs> right. to which do no, very well. Which he does very, very well. Yes. Yes. You know, even George Bush, the younger, when uh, he was wherever uh, overseas, was at Pakistan where he had a shoe thrown at him. You know, oh, yeah. and he just ducked and came up making a joke, which is like, that's, that's how you deal with it. Mm-hmm. There's nothing better to disarm somebody. That's why I like to deal with the uh, trolls in the troll room, mm-hmm. especially during the rock and roll pre-show where it's like, you suck. It's like, you have no idea how bad I suck. You're not even giving me the credit <laughs> for how sucky I am. <laughs> no, wait, wait, why do they think you suck? They don't just don't like the tunes you're playing. Right. I mean, What's the problem? If you have to punish them and play a Taylor Swift song or maybe some Backstreet Uh-oh. Boys or some NSYNC. Do you, do you plug that in? Do you plug Tay-Tay in or Backstreet Boys in sure. the rotation? I mean, the, uh, the show <laughs> the show yesterday, I part of the... I, 
there's, there's preparation for this show and part of the preparation for the show and NetNet helps me with this one a lot is to go look at there's various lists out there that will show you musicians born on that day so yes part of the thing for every show it's like well let's see who could we feature some music in yesterday there was both a backstreet boy joey fatone and uh, nick carter and in sinker or did i get those backwards i don't those boy bands are all uh kind of alike to me but both of them had birthdays and sarah mclaughlin so it's like yeah screw you guys that's so funny yeah it's like i was funny i take a lot of satoshis like you don't want when it was a, a spice girl's birthday i'm like well if you go with it was her birthday donation so it would have been like one two it was a december birthday i think so it was like one two three four one you know and it was you know not a horribly huge donation or maybe it was a january one because it wasn't bad it was like you know 10 bucks or something like that if you would have donated you wouldn't have gotten me but you didn't so there you go that's so funny you gotta heckle there's different ways to heckle right on back well uh speaking of boy bands um long ago when i was working for one of the huge three networks i was still living in new york and visiting i was out on business in uh, in, in la with another guy that worked uh, in a different division we were pretty good friends and he was the guy was a very funny dude he never, he never knew what he was going to do or say and um we were at some huge hotel might have been the century plaza I, i'm not sure I used to go out there a lot anyway the the one of the boy bands was playing this place right um whether it was Menudo or Backstreet or InSync, whatever the fuck it was, I don't know. And so we're going out to dinner, and we're in the elevator, and suddenly, like fifteen, like early teen girls get up with their autograph books and their you know Menudo flags, or you know they were like all amped up and whatever. And my friend Joe, it was his name. He says something to me. I forget exactly what it was. Was he? He made some statement that would lead them all to believe that we were somehow involved with the show and knew, <laughs> you know, knew these guys and they sort of muttered amongst each other. And then one of them says to Joe, do you know the backstreet boys or whatever it is? And he goes, well, of course we do. You know, we manage them. <laughs> Something nuts like that, you know? So I'm trying, so I know what he's doing. I mean, I've got some idea. I'm not sure, but I, I've seen this act before with him. And um, now they're like just wide eyed and like, like, oh, my God, this could be the, the, the he could be the key to to paradise. And I might get to meet them. Like, well, whatever. You got the connection right there. Exactly. You know, and we looked we were about the right age and, you know, demoed and probably be doing that kind of thing. And so uh, Joe says, do you really want to meet them? And now they're like breathless, breathless. And I'm thinking, what's he going to say now? And then he goes. You really don't want to meet them. He says, we do, we do, we do, we do. And then he takes a big, deep breath and he goes, they're all gay. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, you know, I almost fell apart. And a lot of them believed is that you could see them trying to compute. Is this guy for legit? Is he on the level or whatever? And then the doors open and everybody left the elevator and it was over. It's a good moment though. And you were out of there like nothing. We were out of there. Yeah. There was a, uh, <laughs> something similar to that, uh, back, uh, maybe a decade ago or so. There was a guy named uh, Jack Ingram who was a country star and he was very anti 
pop country. So he was a, you know, kind of went along in relative uh, obscurity, was playing small little places and finally, you know, got the big break. So he was now playing the, you know, 10,000 seat arenas or whatnot. And they were doing something with Burger King. So he had the, uh, the Burger King King outfit on with the big head and they went out to have him. This was before the venue was open. They had him like rolling down the hill, you know, where the people sit. Yeah. And then, you know, takes off the thing to show it's him. That was the whole bit for what they were videoing. Well, they were doing this quite late in the game and the doors open. So he puts the helmet up, you know, the hat back on as the king. And they're going back to go back, you know, to get to the backstage area and people are coming in. And because, you know, he's, you know, obviously somebody with the thing, this woman, these group of women like stop him, like, oh, are you with this? Oh, do you know Jack? Oh, we'd love to, you know, we'd love to meet Jack Ingram. He's really awesome. All while he's standing there mm. with the Burger King head on and he eventually takes it off and they just like totally freak out because why would he be standing <laughs> there in the Burger King outfit? That's great shit. Uh-huh. It's like you can't it. plan that kind of stuff. You can't. You can't. That's good stuff. Back when I loved, music I loved was that good. campaign. I love that campaign because it was so bizarre. You know, it was really weird. Really. Like somebody cooked that up on acid. Wasn't it bizarre? Well, a lot of stuff is really bizarre in the yeah. The world I often of wonder advertising. Maybe, like, maybe it was an answer to to Jack in the box. I always loved Jack, that crazy big, you know, head. And in a weird voice, and I don't know, but it was that's when commercials were advertising. Some of it was very good, and I love that particular Burger King uh, thing. Was so weird back when the burgers were actually decent. Back before they were trying to feed you the uh, the garbage of not real meat. Yeah, and I thought I had the clip here, and I'm not seeing it on uh, YouTube of Saturday Night Live. It looks like there's the full thing on YouTube that make fun of Donald Trump. I thought I had grabbed it from a from an X video, but the whole thing was, I mean, you don't really need to hear it because we can just tell you what happened. They go through their little weekend update and they're playing a clip of Donald Trump talking about, you know, oh, they're going to debank you. The de- de- he uses the term debank a couple of times in the moron. On Saturday Night Live, that comes, you know, that's pretending to be a news anchor, just starts making fun of him that it's not a real word. And it's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Does nobody even check these things? Unbelievable. Wow. But it's like they're making fun of Donald Trump because he's using a word that other people are using. You know, it's not debang. You can't debang somebody, see, Brooklyn, as much as you may want to try. There is no debanging. (laughs) Once you have banged. You have bong. You you just can't get out of that. Yes, you can't unring that bell. Sir, so, uh, yeah, NetNet says the word actually has a Wikipedia entry. Nobody at Saturday Night Live, and they wrote the whole bit, and they went out there and did this in front of, although I was going to say millions of people. How many people watch Saturday Night Live now? I'm not sure. I, I, I you know, I was, I was, I was almost never a fan. I mean, back in the very beginning, you know, with, um, I, I always dug, uh, I dug Bill Murray's Nick Rails. I dug Eddie Murphy, um, you know, uh, Belushi and Aykroyd, especially Aykroyd. I thought he was far funnier, you know, but that's, that's it. When those guys went away, I, I never watched it anymore. It was, to me, it was over. Long, long gone. Long gone. That's really, uh, 
And that's sad when you get something that wrong. Yeah, <laughs> it really is. <laughs> it's like, I, I can't believe it shouldn't be, you know, it's it just absolutely insane. But it shows you where people are. They pay it zero does. attention. I mean, they're supposed to be the tip of the of the hitness spear, aren't they? Like they know everything, the, the smart Alex, and they never heard of that. Uh huh. So. But and nobody checked. Nobody went. Oh, you know. And nobody checked. This, this yeah. is a word other well, people have been using. I'm sure it's not well, that hard to find. Well, fucking Lorne Michaels is probably older than Joey. He's been around forever. So yeah. He doesn't know. He's got a little bit more. Well, I was going to say he has more money than Joey, but we're not really sure. Oh, definitely. Now. Oh, I bet he does. <laughs> well, it, you, no, you're right. Maybe we don't know that. I stand corrected. Yeah, With all the money that Joey's no. hiding somewhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> they just want him to read the teleprompter and keep bringing the bribe money in. Mm-hmm. It's the only yes, thing that makes sense when you look at things like Ukraine and everything yeah. else going on. Yeah, just you shake your fist and scream when we say, when you see the red light go on, then uh, and go back to bed. Uh-huh. That's all he has to do. I mean, hey, I would do that gig for the right amount of money, but nobody's offering. Now, you've got a jacked up Joey rant. Now, is this a good place to go with that one? Sure. This is always a good time for a jacked up Joey rant. Why not? Okay. Somebody needs to make a uh, little jingle like jacked up Joey rant. (laughs) We do. I was, you know, it's funny you should say that. I was thinking that a couple of days ago. We need, we need to, to, to throw some jingles down. You're right for this stuff. Yeah. 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 We should. I mean, we're, we're already halfway to no agenda. We may as well get all the way there. (laughs) <laughs> a few little jingles would make everything better yeah but here's joey doing joey sure. things yeah oh, i have to turn the volume up i, I lowered oh, it for okay. that last one because we were fading out that that'll right. teach me to do fancy production things on the fly uh donald trump when he was commander-in-chief refused to visit a cemetery u.s cemetery outside of paris for fallen American soldiers. And he referred to those heroes, and I quote, as suckers and losers. Lie. Stop. He asked. Stop. Lie, okay. lie, lie. Total, to, you know, yeah. I, I looked into that, and um, I mean, everything this guy says is a lie. Everything. Um, when Trump was, I think it was a, at a, a D-Day memorial, something like that, and Trump, it was he was floating around in the uh, presidential chopper, and there was some really heavy weather going on. And the pilot said, we can't get there by air, right? Okay, well, that's a pretty valid reason. And then Trump said, well, let's drive. And it being Paris, um, there was some kind of a union uh, action going on. And they had the fucking roads blockaded. So he couldn't get in. And some, some stooge um, at the Atlantic wrote that Trump didn't want to go there because it was raining and he was afraid he'd get his hair mussed right, up. Right, Okay. Um, and then this this famed um, suckers and losers thing, that was an unnamed source said, an unnamed source. Wh- whoever that journal is, fuck you. You're a liar, too. Um, so then this is this is what really puts a lie to it. As I said earlier, if Trump, you know, if he is an Achilles heel, he's not very skilled at hiring people that will have his back. He hires a lot of turncoats and pricks, one of them being John Mustachio Bolton. Right. right? You're right. Bolton hates Trump's guts. He pretty much always has. But even Bolton, even Bolton said he never said that because he, I guess he was with him on that on that chopper. He was part of his crew back then. So this is this is Joey just fucking lying. It's all he does. Everything he says 
is a lie. They know it's a lie. They know they find people on both sides is a lie. They know the grabbing by the pussy thing is a lie. All of these things are taken out of context and they get repeated over and over and over again, which just lets you know they don't have anything that they can actually use beyond coming up with misquoting and lies, which means you don't really have a strong case. If that's the best you can do. But it's all they need because really their constituents, their base are so catastrophically ill-informed, naive and or stupid. They never look any. They just take whatever Joey says is gospel. You know, that's well, he's just reading a teleprompter with somebody else's words on them now. So, yeah. So it's like you're not even going off the cuff. It's not like you misremembered something like that Amtrak story that he keeps telling. Right. Joey has a. You know, again, when you have a dementia condition like that, yeah. the world starts getting a little bit more fuzzy. And it sounds as if when, when this was recorded, he'd just gotten a fresh jab of, a, of adrenochrome because he's torqued up pretty tight. You can listen, you'll hear it. Jacked up, Joey. He actually said that. He said that. How dare he say that? How dare he talk about my son and all of us best like that? Stop, oh, stop. Whoa, whoa, stop. whoa, whoa, yeah. yeah right. right. I'll let you take this. Yeah, my my son really okay. yeah well right because he's now specifically talking about his son but if you want to talk about somebody slurring their words and not understanding what they're saying i mean here's joey with the proof how dare he talk about my son and all of us best like that i mean i still have no so, idea so, so. How, how dare he talk about my son-in-law and then i mean i have no idea what he what was, was son-in-law i thought it was son and all this, the coleslaw or something like that <laughs> let me try one more time yeah. How dare he talk about my son and all of us best like that? My son, that can tell you what, I'm going to go with the magic here. Let's slow this down even a little bit. How right. dare he talk about my son and all of us best like that? Still no, no idea. So, so, so. Still no idea. You know, and the, and the fact is his son was a veteran, but he did not die in combat. He died of a, a brain cancer, I think. So how do you, how do you, how do you make that Trump talking about your son, Joey? Every, every guy that was laid to rest in that French graveyard uh, died in battle in World War II. So Trump's yeah. not talking about your son, Joey. And I know there are people that give him a little bit of leeway because it seems that the cancer was probably caused because of his service and where he served. But still, you're not really being 100 percent accurate, but. That's something that I really wouldn't uh, and fuck on that particular thing. The fact that you can't understand what he's saying yeah. is a little bit more of a concern, especially since he is in the uh, the yelling Hitler mode there. The yell, I like that. The yelling Hitler mode. Yeah, and, it's, and the fists are up, too. He's doing the fist shake. Yeah. Well, yeah, that was just like that CNN, whatever it was that he would uh, what must must have been the. Uh, state of the nation one of those speeches that he gave and everything was like red and people are kind of like this looks a really a lot like a nazi thing mm. with joey yelling and his fist in the air and slamming him down yeah you would think that uh you would see that doesn't look good but it doesn't matter because the mainstream media is not going to cover it and it doesn't matter if joey can uh can tell you the truth or not no I have a clip. This is from a, again, this is a YouTuber. The, the account is called the African Dispora News Channel. And it's like, okay, so this is just another little YouTuber. But 
again, close to 2 million people subscribe to this. Hmm. So I'm always curious on where people get their news. We know that the major networks, the cable networks, all at near all time lows, if not all time lows for the amount of people watching. So where are people getting their news? And this was a story, one that was predicted by me many years ago that you're going to have something like this pop up. In this case, it's a high school principal who allegedly said some racist stuff that somebody caught on tape that he is claiming is AI because now this Uh is a viable excuse or a viable way to take somebody down. I believe that the no agenda boys were correct that the whole Taylor Swift AI thing is out there for a reason. I don't think this is something. Yeah. Yeah. I want to get your take on that. I just saw that yesterday. Like what the the internet has been flooded with fake nude pictures of her. And now they, they they want a constitutional amendment. What is going on? Right. Well, because it was on uh, Twitter and these photos were out there and of course everything goes viral, but the way that people are deep faking things now takes zero talent back in the day if you wanted to deep fake something a decade ago you had to have a photoshop type program and good with it i think you right you had to be good you had to have some talent you had to have multitudes of photos to use if you're going to try to do a head swap and all that other kind of thing right as i've been covering on random thoughts and elsewhere over the last few years the programs to do this now that you can download to your own computer it's crazy that you can take uh, one photograph and put that in there and then put another photograph and it will basically do, even if it doesn't match entirely, it will do the head swap in a much more believable way than most people want to believe. Right. So the fact that a 12 year old could do this with a fairly cheap computer, the genie's out of the bottle. Right, which I, mean, I had to laugh. This idiot congressman or senator, I forget, which was screaming for, we need legislation to make this a felony. But like, are you out of your fun? I mean, this, it was so reminiscent of the, you know, the, the Napster and Kazda days um, when, when the recording guys thought they were actually going to be able to, uh, to, to curtail this, to control this in right. some way. And I remember thinking, you're out of your fucking mind. It will never happen. And this is no different, I would think, right? Very much so. So it's either, I mean, just imagine if the Hunter Biden laptop came out today, all AI, that's all you would have heard. This is all fake. This is all AI generated. Nothing's yes. real. So he just got screwed by just a little bit of time. Oh, if he would have just, he <laughs> would have right. just gotten caught just a few yeah. years later. Uh, but I think it may even be more nefarious than that as we watch the uk over the last few years trying to put things into place to restrict pornography so people have to identify themselves with you know government issued id in order to access certain things this is a push towards making people beg the government oh no no to make the children safe we all must be identified online we can't be online anonymously okay so let me ask you this Tay-Tay has been a big star for a long time, right? Yeah. I mean, she's been real, at least probably a decade. Would that be, would that be right? Yeah. I mean, I, I would guarantee you there were fake Taylor Swift uh, nudes uh, going back a decade. Okay. So has there been some 
some crazy flood of them recently that triggered this or they've always been floating around there now and they're just, now they're just using it as a reason to uh you know to enact laws what, what's correct they've what's always been on? out there they are probably becoming more prevalent because of these things now that make it child's play to be able to do this there are services out there and again since not everybody's the united states there are people that can run services out of countries like russia or somalia or panama or wherever they can run that the local government doesn't care that will let you do all of this by just signing up oh oh give me a give me a pornographic video okay give me a photograph of somebody you know okay here's the swapped head version of the video go upon your way or the photograph it is something that doesn't take any skill anymore it doesn't take any special you could just sign up for a website or download some software and do it all on your own so the fact that this has become so easy to do they know you cannot stop it the only way to do so would be well the minute you go online larry you have to enter your government id so anything you do online whether it's an x post whether it's a fediverse post no matter what it is it's gonna have your id attached to it so we know who you are so if you post something bad we know who you are of course that just means the fun then becomes you better keep your credentials very safe because otherwise i hack your account and start posting new Mm. taylor swift photos and go ha ha larry's gonna get sued for a billion dollars there you go wow it's crazy it is but the technology is not going anywhere you cannot wish it back out of existence no and the fact that this particular case here had to do with audio it's interesting to me to see the reaction on this one okay so a recording has gone viral and this is of the principal of Pikesville High School located in Maryland. His name is Eric Eiswert. And this recording has racially charged language by him against students and staff members. Take a look. I seriously don't understand why I have to constantly put up with these dumb here every day. Between these ungrateful black kids who can't test their way out of a paper bag. If I have to get one more complaint from one more Jew in this community, I'm gonna join the other side. Kathy, I'm done. So the Baltimore County Senator reached out to the principal's union and they are saying that this recording is AI. So here's what I have to say about this. Deep fake audio AI usually requires a lot of audio. No, that's that's completely not true anymore. There are services you can sign up for that need as little as 60 seconds of audio the last I checked. So maybe it's even less by now. Wow. But the concept that you need hours and hours and hours of somebody's audio to do this, not so much. Okay. A lot of audio clips in order to formulate that kind of piece. And if you listen to the piece, it seems fairly clean. And normally with AI, it sounds AI and it sounds sometimes could be choppy. It sounds like it's been sliced together. No, not, no, no, not true at all. <laughs> no. Who is she talking? She's no, she's no idea what she's talking about. No, no. But I mean, she's part of the African Dysphoria news channel. So she's okay. 
And it's like, I don't want to make uh, and racial accusations. But of course, this principal white, this woman's black. So maybe you're like, well, I don't like the white guy. So I'm just going to say this. Or I think it's probably ignorance. I would agree with you on that, that she has just zero clue of what she's talking about. Like Saturday Night Live, not knowing what debanking means. Mm. But this is where it gets dangerous when you're getting your news from a source that has zero idea what they're talking about. So my question is, is it really AI? And if so, why would somebody want to do that to this? Well, okay. Do you hate your principal kids? Do you have five extra minutes to make an audio clip that makes them sound like a racist asshole so you could try to get them fired? Why would somebody do this? There's a lot of reasons. Sure. I mean, anybody that sits there and be like, well, I can't even understand why somebody would want to do this to a high school principal. It's like, did you not go to high school? Maybe not. Yeah. Maybe not. I mean, if anybody listens to that Larry show, that Larry show.com, you know, you had some wars with your uh, school folk back in the day. I did. It was fun. <laughs> like, I mean, really, if you had a principal that you thought was really a dick, this would not be out of the realm of doing something to try to make their life miserable, especially if you were still oh, I didn't, I, yeah. back in your 15, 16 years old. You think this was just funny? Sure. Sure. Well, the thing is about this, and I think I've mentioned this once before, is you used to hear some time ago that, that people in, in recordings of like phone threats or uh, whatever reasons that, that every voice was as unique as a thumbprint or a fingerprint. And you could voice print someone's voice and identify it by even just a syllable, identify and verify, right? So does AI do that? I mean, because I would think that if, if it's, you know, if it's, it's an artificial uh, representation or reproduction of somebody's voice, is it that good that it actually um, copies to the, to the, you know, the sine wave or whatever, the, uh, you know, the, the print of that voice? Because then, then it would blow up that theory of, or, or that ability for somebody to say, oh, that's AI, if that could be proven. Yeah, it's quickly getting there. Because the original computerized speech, even if you were trying to use somebody's voice, yeah. it knew what the sound was, but it had zero emotion. It didn't really adjust for rate of speaking and volume. It was very robotic mm. where now it continues to get better and better, especially if you have more audio examples of people and folks that speak more in the NPR style, it seems to be better with where people like me with the shouty voice, it does seem to have a harder time with that. So I guess that's either good or bad because AI either won't be, I won't be able to blame AI when I say something or I'm sure it's going to get there. But mm. back in the day, people would just take clips and, you know, try to take words that you actually said and splice them together, which doesn't sound natural at all. No, no. But in this case, I mean, it's just hilarious when it's like, well, why would somebody do this? It's like, well, there's a variety of reasons why. I also understand sure. that if somebody is, in fact, a racist douchebag who gets caught on tape, this is what they're going to say. So I also will leave that possibility open because I don't know this sure. guy. No. But it's Truthfully, dangerous yeah. Yeah. when you cover it in a way like, well, why would somebody do this? It's like high school kids. They get a lot of yeah. time and they have a lot of uh, ability that you might not believe. It, 
it did sound um i mean all the ai i've heard and i've not heard a lot at least not you know, knowingly um it sounded it was always uh how should i say it it didn't uh it sounded almost like everything i've heard this ai is almost like recording studio caliber or ambiance right that guy that sounded like somebody with you know with an iphone on a desk uh, 10 yards away from the speaker right in a room with a lot of echo and so forth so my question to you is if you're i've never fucked around with ai at all if you have one of these programs a software can you say okay i give me give me a darren o'neill here's 60 seconds of him speaking and i want him to sound like he's 10 yards away in a classroom hell yeah and it's being recorded on an iphone and it will do that well, yeah, because you could just take that and run it through a few filters easily. Or if you really want that, where uh, you even get the metadata of your phone, then you just run that through a speaker and then record with your phone. As it's, yeah, yeah, right. So it's a lot of fun ways you can do that to try to muddy up the sound so it doesn't sound so perfect. That's where a lot of the early Biden and Trump AI stuff that came out, which would put it within the last you know five years or so had that really big reverb sound because it covered up a lot you just add the reverb and it sounds oh no he was in an auditorium at the time sure but you're correct the more you put that kind of stuff the more noise you put in there the more you can help cover up some of the little sins of ai and at the same time the ai voices are just getting better each and every day gotcha interesting would somebody want to do that to this principle why would somebody want to put together this kind of um, audio and put that out there? Is it because maybe this particular principle has a history of racist behavior and somebody or more than one person felt like this was the only way to... um, As the troll room is saying, she wants so badly to believe that this guy is a racist that the excuse you're going to give well, maybe somebody just knows he really is a racist, so they, they make up a racist audio clip. I mean, how ridiculous is that? Mm. It's nuts. Expose him? He also mentions in the clip, Kathy, I'm done. Apparently, the assistant principal's name happens to be Kathy. Her last name is Albert. So all of this being AI generated seems a little bit suspect to me. So I don't know why this woman doesn't understand. You can make the AI say Kathy. I mean, mm. what? what? I mean, yeah. yeah. Here's the thing: you can make the AI say anything you want. It's amazing that uh, anybody would do it again. This is a YouTube news channel, but it is one with about two million subscribers, two million. which is more wow. than most. You know, CNN isn't getting two million people watching. No, no, it's very impressive. I don't know how these these. Uh these channels do it how they accumulate these audiences it's really it's a mystery to me yeah but there is there is a great use for this ai it's been around in a few different forms for a long time one of them was uh descript which if you're a podcaster using descript it was great and their software lets you well you did your whole show larry and you accidentally said you know darren when you meant to say daryl well you could just go back find that text and change the text and it will update with your voice. Wow. That so is if, so impressive. Yeah. yeah. I mean, for a word here and there, it saves people a lot of time. You don't have to go back and like, oh, I don't want to sound like an idiot, but I don't really don't want to yeah. go back and re-record the line. No. So it's not hard to believe that the software could be very believable. And it's also 
just sad to me that, well, why would anybody want to do this to the high school principal? And maybe it was because he was a horrible racist who just needed to be exposed and we couldn't actually catch him on tape (laughs) saying the bad things. So we just made it. This is the ends justify the means that the Democrats and the left lately seems to think is the way to do things. Yeah. And I don't believe that it should be. Now, where would you like to go next? I know we got a couple Scott Lobito clips, and it looks like you got uh, Uncle Ted roasting Thank Taylor you. Swift, which will be fun. Okay. Well, since it's it's since Tay Tay's that subject, I'll leave that up to you. Um, so maybe uh, you know, these are one of the um, either you know what? Let's let's do Scott on uh, E. Jean Carroll. I think is that how it's listed? Or, yes. Okay. Yeah, this is a good one. Oh yeah, in this case is. Another one that you look at and you're like, this is pure insanity. Yeah. Well, well I think it's it's basically it's Alex Jones 2.0. Huh? Well, 80, well, one, $87 million, two on a complete he said, she said thing. Yes. And a story yes. that doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't matter if the story makes sense. If you hate Donald Trump and somebody says Donald Trump diddled them on a spacecraft going to uh, the planet, you'd be up. They're like, yep, that's totally what happened. Is that a planet that's in Joey's uh, solar system? Gooby Gap? I think so. <laughs> I think so. It's the only one he really knows. It's all fun and games until someone loses a country. Ooh, I like that. That's a good line, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. $83 million this twat waffle got. <laughs> Google this chick's name. Look at the videos. Look at the psycho fucking pathic maniac that she is. And the jury and judge just awarded her $83 million from Donald Trump. Do you understand the situation that we are in in this country? The fucking desecration and the defecation on our constitution. $83 million. Fuck that judge, that liberal America hating, constitution hating piece of shit. And fuck the jury, those fucking useless cunts. Earmuffs. This <laughs> is unfathomable. Let me tell you fuckers something. They could take every penny from Donald Trump that he honestly earned. They could put this man behind bars, and I swear to you, on my mother's grave, this man is going to be the president of the United States come November. That is a fact, because every fucking time you fuck this man over, you're fucking us over. And we are rallying behind this man like never before. And part two, Texas. Stand your motherfucking ground. Fuck the feds. You got 30 states behind you. How dare they? This isn't some segregation bullshit that that see you next Tuesday Joy Reid said, whatever. Fuck that shit. This is an act of war what's happening at that border. It is an invasion of young men, terrorists that are coming to this country. It is an act of war. And Texas, we are behind you. You stand your fucking ground. Remember that saying that I always say, don't you dare give up this fucking ship. Yeah, that is the artist, the poet, 
Scott Lobito. And musician. And musician. He plays a little piano. He's not happy. He's not happy. You know, the first, the, did you see the clip of, uh, of Trump's attorney facing the press just outside the courthouse in the twilight of Manhattan, the gloomy twilight of Manhattan? I did not. Aline, oh, you know what? I should have clipped it. It was about four minutes long. I thought it was a little bit long. Um, that chick um, <clears throat> is pretty amazing. And she just said, hey, you know what happened in there was a travesty of justice. Um, I was not allowed to present any evidence. There was no evidence on the plaintiff's behalf. Um, the judge demanded that when I put Mr. Trump on the stand to examine him, he wanted to know in advance, in writing, what my questions would be and what Trump's answers would be. And then he pre-edited them before. What? he. Yeah, that's what she said. That's what she, she absolutely said that. Um, that chick is extremely articulate. She's got a lot of balls. Um, I, you know, I don't know what went on that in that courtroom, but um, she's she's very impressive. She really is, and she has the um, she has the, in you know in my limited experience, I've never had any thankfully any criminal uh, experience with attorneys, but certainly <clears throat> you know fair amount in uh, in business and so forth uh, uh, applications. And it has been my experience that the guy that is most uh, um, uh, adroit um, with the legal system is not always going to be the winner. In fact, in, in most cases, he won't be. It's the, the man or the woman, in Aileen's case, with the biggest balls. And she is ferocious. She really is. She's, she's, I was very impressed by her statement. And shame on me for not clipping, but I thought it went, we ran a little long at, uh, at about four minutes. But that's that's the essence of what she said, you know, and I, and I watched and I thought back. At, <clears throat> I was in New York for most of, of John Gotti's uh, <laughs> stewardship, right, of the uh, of the Gambino family. And um, he they called him for a while. They called him the Teflon Don because they, they kept fucking throwing shit at him and none of it would stick. He had, you know, trial after trial. And he always skated and he, there'd be a, you know, video or a picture in the daily news of Gotti in his cashmere overcoat, stepping in a limo, give, you know, giving the two finger V for victory sign to the press, you know, and he skated again in another, another charge. And the interesting thing was he had an attorney whose name was Bruce Cutler. Bruce, Bruce looked like he was something out of the WEF. He was fucking enormous. He looked like he could lift a house, right? And he had the same basic attitude. He was intimidating as hell. Yeah. And, and you mean the WWF because the WE I'm sorry, is, w is equally scary at this point. It is. Excuse me. Yes. <laughs> w Pardon me. You're right. I'm in Vince, Vince McMahon. But I just read Vince retired from the, from uh, the wrestling thing. I don't know if that's true. But yeah, the, the wrestling thing. So um, and so what happened was they throw all of these uh, public defenders uh, at uh, at Gotti and and fucking Cutler just made them shit their pants. I think they were afraid to to do battle with him. And then finally, after this happened three or four times, some judge and I don't know how constitutional this is or was told Trump you can't use Cutler anymore. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, he actually he actually banned or, or refused to let Trump use him as an attorney. And they so you know he took somebody else. And of course, he very shortly thereafter was imprisoned at the uh, that hellhole in Colorado, and there he died after I don't know six or eight years. Um, so yeah, so this, but this chick is is she's she's like a really good looking Bruce Cutler guy. Nice. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. anybody 
that has any kind of fame or anybody that's got any kind of money, anybody that is in the public eye, especially men need to be worried watching what we have over the last few years. You know, in this case with Donald Trump, the Danny Masterson case, it's like, I don't know if he's a douchebag or not, but when people are bringing sexual assault charges against somebody more than a decade later, and it's all he said, oh she God. said, it's incredible. It is very concerning that they're getting the amount of guilty verdicts just based on, well, why would somebody lie? Just like this woman from the African news channel. Why would anybody do this? <laughs> because they're assholes. That's why. And people can have a wide variety of reasons to do things. You know, in this case, it's very easy to see with Donald Trump. We saw this with Trevor Bauer, who was just a baseball player that people didn't like. or well, some people that mm -hmm. lost his career because a woman said that he beat her, even though all the truth has come out since. And it turns out that uh, he was correct, that he didn't do it. But the career still screwed up. None of this ever gets... Uh, None of this ever gets put back. None, no, there has to be something for people lying on things like this, that there has yeah. to be something. There has to be some kind of penalty. Well, she he he was, you know, she she took a swing at him. You know, my understanding is on on the rape thing. And that was thrown out because it was it was ludicrous. There was absolutely no no evidence of it whatsoever. So this was this was a defamation case, right? That he he'd said mean, mean things about her on Twitter and X. And I mean, you you know how how, how any type of uh, lawsuit of, of a personal injury nature or reputational, which this was, you know, they basically say, okay, Darren, you're X amount of years old. Your yearly income is this. We figure you're gonna we've got another thirty five years to go. We're gonna multiply those two numbers, and uh, boom, here's your here's your settlement. I get a check for thirty six dollars and forty seven cents as I would. Yes. And so and so this woman at the very height of her career, I think she had one year where she 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 made about four hundred grand. OK, and it was all downhill from there. So so at what they broke it up they said they gave her twelve million in whatever injurious something and then something like sixty five or seventy million of it was just punitive. So in other words, we want to we're going to punish you. Trump. So, I mean, it's so on the face of it. What what is going on? It's really, you know, Scott's not far off with what he's saying there. He's really he's pretty, pretty accurate. You know it what? Is, I would is, like to know travesty. if they took these court transcripts and reran them for another jury and changed the names, would they come to the same result? Yeah, I'm guessing not. I'm guessing not as well. And the other the other question is. Um, you know, I, I read, I didn't read all of them. I, I'd like to see, um, but, but exactly what is the, uh, the line of demarcation now between criticism and defamation? Right. I don't think there is any because people's feelings get hurt. They're going to be like, I'm going to sue you. And it's very weird because social media does change things quite a bit from just 15, 20 years ago, which is the norm now where it used to be you had to say something about somebody in person and that was nearly impossible to believe now it's like oh you said it on x or facebook or and, whatever and it had to be patently false correct and and um and in some way damaging you know so i i, I don't I, you know i don't understand i i think you know i think they're just shitting all over the law and the constitution well the millennials are just trying to get any way to get money that they can because they don't want to work 
I was almost <laughs> applauding yesterday when no agenda covered the girl that we covered like six or seven shows ago that like i'm on my period i have to we, work we nine to five. Those guys, didn't we we're that, scooping them more and more often aren't we Darren? we were just a little earlier it was yeah. it was great content i we were not the first I ones i mean i waited for a oh, while sure. to cover it because she was yeah. everywhere but i you know as much as because then she tried to make a whole career out of it which was even more interesting while also saying well, no, I mean, you're taking this out of context. It's like, really, no, there, there is nothing to take out of context. <laughs> what was her voice was very, very similar to the Tourette's chick on Cuomo show. I thought it was similar. Yeah. What, 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 is that the same chick? And she, you know, but probably I'm sure. We no, the Tourette's chick was way more entertaining. She was fabulous. I, I, I gotta tell you, I really, I really liked that Tourette's chick. <laughs> And I, I will applaud. That'd be a fun date. I mean, really. Yeah. And I applaud Cuomo for bringing her on. Yeah. And this shows you the intriguing world you're living in when you're getting to the point that people can't say certain words or you're going to get sued. People are going to be put in jail. Yeah. Well, there are some people who literally have no control over the words coming out of their mouth. Mm. thus what are you going to do although it could very much be like the woman in california who stabbed a guy 108 times after she had some weed and they get community service because well you know she didn't have control because oh, is that right she, yeah she had a psychotic break after having enough wow. weed or See, like was, I, I i've never been a, a pot pot guy and i was my was understanding that it was like that was the thing that would make you mellow and peaceful and blissful so she so that isn't that like run counter to what that drug does right normally but you know what people are lacing into all right yeah yeah right you know back right. in the day put a little lsd in there and be like oh i think you could do that right yeah. i don't know i've never yeah. uh right that's it i'm, sure I'm like right. this yeah. without any kind of drugs nobody wants me on drugs it's the old yeah, bill cosby a, bit <laughs> was that a cosby bit yeah cosby's <laughs> bit was something about you know cocaine and somebody's like, but it enhances your personality and he's like yeah but what if you're an asshole <laughs> if, you know it's like drugs just enhance your personality like yeah but if you're an asshole it's going to enhance you being an asshole true but this is now the legal system like well you really weren't in control it's like but then doesn't that let every drunk driver off because well if they were drunk yeah they didn't really well, have listen- control I listen. Well, everybody's a victim, right? Yes. Really? This, this guy years ago, uh, I remember I'd, my first or second book had come out and uh, he was my accountant. He was a very sharp guy. And he says, you know what your next book title should be? I said, what? He says, it should be, you are a victim. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I should have written that. He was right. You know, this is a long time ago. Yeah. So, uh, but, but the thing with the, uh, I thought, I thought it was very funny uh, that Adam and, and John did cover that. And, um, you know, with the, with the, with the, with the takeaway, I hate that word, but you know, really is, is the entitlement of some of these people is just fucking mind blowing. You know, it's like, where, where's my six figure salary and how dare I have to, you know, stay late or get up early. It's, it's, it's fucking, where the fuck does this come from? I right. guess from the educational system. Right. You know, and even Adam was saying how, you know, when he was a starting out in the Netherlands that he was some kind of a per- television personality over there making eight grand and driving some hunk of shit in Lancia where the, you know, the, 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 the wheel fell off. Um, you know, when I was a kid, um, in, in Queens, New York, my old man had a car. It was usually a used car. He, he was a car guy. So he kept them looking good and running pretty well. Um, but 
most of the fucking kids I went to school with, their fathers didn't have cars. And, you know, a few times my old man was, you know, got a day off or something. He picked me up from school. People are like, holy shit, man. Why your old man's got a car? <laughs> well, yeah, because you're living, you were the original, like you could walk everywhere. You're in, uh, you know, in a town you can get, or you got public transport for the other places you need to go. Yeah. But it was the but bookends of those clips that they played. The other one, which yeah. was the girl that was like, well, you, humans weren't, we weren't born to work. It's like, what? That was great. That was great. Yes. And, and yes. Yes. And, and always they kept bringing up, you know, the, the lefty, the commie, commie, uh, glossary phrase access to, in other words, free. Yes. Everyone should have access to food, clothing, shelter. Next, it's going to be blowjobs. You know, where's my free blowjob? Well, you hey, 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 now, know if we can coming. work on these kind of things, then uh, I guess it all <laughs> depends just, on who's given. That's a big question right there. It's, it's just access to that'll be a movement access to blowjobs. You know, I can see that coming. Um, it's incredible. It's fucking incredible where these people come from. Yeah, because if you go back to the beginning of time, you weren't allowed to just be born and do nothing. You, how were you? Where were you going to get your food if you didn't learn how to farm? Where were you going to get your food yeah. if you weren't going to kill an animal to roast it over the fire? Something. Yes. There was work involved in need. If you wanted shelter, it wasn't just there. You had to get off your ass and figure out how to build it. Yep. This this concept that humans were born to just do nothing, do nothing like you people are idiots. Well, what they are is communists, because that's really what uh, it's, it's that's that's just that is the absolute fucking essence of that douchebag Marx, right? Uh, to each his ability, whatever the fuck is, it basically is if you can't do anything, we'll give it to you. Right. Now, speaking of douchebags, we got a uh, David Pakman clip. Oh, boy. He's going after Joe Rogan in this one. Cause I mean, really, oh, if, if he wants to have a battle a of game. wits, go to a big game. Whoa. Okay. Uh-huh. I didn't realize, I guess he said he was on Rogan's show once. So, uh, Joe, if you're Shit. really, if you're that desperate for people to talk to yeah, Joe, Joe, talk to Darren and me, will you? Come on. We'd be way more entertaining. Much more. I'm going to play a clip for you from a recent episode of the Joe Rogan program. This was with comedian Bobby Lee. It really bums me out to see this. It really genuinely does. And I know there are people like me who have been on Rogan's show who won't ever criticize him because they don't want to not get invited in the future. I might never get invited. If he does invite me, I'll gladly go on. But that's not how I make decisions. Joe is saying things here that are just wrong. Here is a covid rant where I don't know where he's getting this stuff. Let's listen. Yeah, but when I got, I was really bad, but I, I lived through it. It yeah. was fine. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of different things that were at play there. First of all, there was just general metabolic health that was completely ignored. People told you all you have to do is get vaccinated. That's horse mm. Your Your immune system is complex, and it relies on a bunch of different things to keep it effective. It relies on good nutrition. It relies on sleep. It relies on low stress. It relies on vitamins and nutrients. Now, so far... It's not untrue that underlying health, this isn't even about COVID, underlying health circumstances do predispose you to handle viruses well or not well. So far, we're okay. Healthy diet, exercise, all those things were huge factors and they ignored every single one of them. When you look at the number of people that died of COVID, something like 90 plus percent had four plus comorbidities, four plus Mm. cancer, diabetes, heart attack risk, fill in the blank. This is where it really goes off the rails. 
hearing that, you might wrongly think, if I don't have... And I like, you might wrongly think, Larry. Mm. It's not just you might think, you might wrongly think. Wrongly, bigly think. Uh-huh. Four comorbidities. If I don't have cancer and diabetes and heart disease, and then I'm going to be fine. First of all, the 90 plus number is wrong. The study he's referring to said 76%, but here's, here's why it's really deceptive, okay? When you look at the list of comorbidities people died with from COVID, they include pneumonia caused by COVID. They include respiratory failure caused by COVID. This is why it's so deceptive and you've got to look at the data. If you say to me, they didn't die from COVID, they died from pneumonia and respiratory failure. Those are comorbidities. Yes, they were caused by the COVID. Yeah, but if you wouldn't have gotten the pneumonia, if you didn't have the other comorbidities, then. Yes. There was a guy at the dawn of this shit, um, dude who's a Facebook uh, friend. And he sent me a video of a guy who is a, a doctor in Manhattan, where, which was really like, you know, under the, the, <laughs> the Cuomo regime, really the fucking the front line of this horror show in, in the United States at that time. And so this doctor, I remember he was an Asian guy and he did a YouTube video that probably ran 10, 12, maybe 15 minutes. And it was fucking riveting. Okay. And he described what was going on and uh, what kind of people are coming to the door, what was being done for them and so forth, so on and so forth. And what this guy came right out and said then, and this is the very, very beginning of the whole mess. He says, if you're obese, you're in deep trouble. You got to you got to lose weight like now, because that's that's almost everybody's dying is obese. So he said, yeah, it has a big effect on your immune system. Of course. And especially when you get into a, a virus where it's going to be a, a, a respiratory situation. You know, it's so Pac-Man's a fucking idiot. Oh, it gets even worse. <laughs> it gets even worse. So what is the what are we really saying when we say, oh, comorbidities, comorbidities caused by covid? It is obviously true that if you are obese, diabetic, et cetera, your chances are worse. We know that nobody's denying that. And that's not unique to COVID. But that is a very deceptive and I would argue flat out wrong thing to say. Four comorbidities, 90 plus percent of them. Yeah. It's not that it's not bad. Of course it's bad. But it's you know, what's worse. You mother telling everybody what they have to do and not have to do. You you mother telling people they could shut their businesses down and they have to take this experimental medication regardless of whether or not they have natural immunity. Dude, it was Gestapo shit. I don't even know what experimental medication. The experimental medications what? were being. Uh, this is, uh, this is he great. doesn't know. <laughs> uh -huh. Well, he fucking... does. He does. Yeah, but this is this is know. a typical leftist thing. Like, right. well, I don't even know what he's talking about. This Here, listen yeah, to this. Fuck the facts. Uh-huh. Right. Experimental right. medic. The experimental medications were being proposed by Trump and his friends: hydroxychloroquine, ivermectin, etc. It well, stop, stop, stop. No, I did. You know that's the reason the fucking death toll was a fraction. Look, look all around the country. Look at the numbers now, proportionally of total population and COVID deaths, and America is. <laughs> king of the fucking hill by yes. a multiple well, and throughout throughout most of asia especially india ivermectin was the go-to drug okay, and i want to so ask fuck you fuck you pacman you're wrong how long has ivermectin been around larry 50 60 years no it's experimental 
according to oh, Mac right. Mac. Just, I'm sorry, you're right. That's it's, the experimental. And it's, and it's, he doesn't understand. Off book. Yeah, right. Forgive me. He's yeah. saying this is an experimental medication that Donald Trump was recommending. It's like, nope. No. He was recommending taking something that had been around, won a sure. medical prize, which was, which yeah. one was it? Like a, a Nobel Prize for medicine for ivermectin for humans not yes. for the not for the horses but oh i don't i don't even know what they're talking about with experimental it's certainly not the right. uh to the, the ivermectin that donald trump that was <laughs> like but no that but, let me guess is he going to get to injecting bleach that was another trump myth cooked up by some asshole remember that one yes that donald trump said that even though he said it worked like he's like we need something like you know that you can inject like a bleach that would kill you know not saying we should actually use bleach but right that, but hey, they we distorted always, his statement uh, as they always do always we've noticed with a lot of the studies when you want to go down that bleach route that it seemed that a lot at least from some of the stuff that i had read i know a lot of the stuff is still in flux but if you used something like a listerine an antibacterial mouthwash and especially gargling with that on a daily basis lowered your risk. Because yes, and you know what? I remember our guy Adam saying that. Oh, what does that show. guy know? Yeah, what does he know? But he said that, and and I think he got it from uh, some story, or maybe he was a boots on the ground person in Japan. But Japan was highly recommending, um, you know, twice daily gargling with uh, you know some some disinfectant to mouthwash like a listerine, which is powerful stuff. Yes, and also even if you get it. A good idea because it makes it does make sense because your your nasal passages your sinuses become a vector a petri dish for that shit and if you can kind of rinse some of that gunk away um it's going to help it's going to have a palliative effect and it did yeah the first time i had uh, or tested positive anyway not that the tests mean much but it started in the throat it started with mm -hmm. a sore throat sure. which is where it moved quickly which meant if you could get it you know hey if you got a few germs down there before they can multiply if you kill them off with a antiseptic yep. yep makes perfect sense because we learned from day one of covid you remember the first thing they realized killed covid hand soap and so yes. <laughs> so if hand soap yes. will kill it mm -hmm. you know it's not that vicious mm -hmm. if you all you got to do is mitigate your risks but mm -hmm. i love here i love not only he pretends not to know it's about the vaccines, but listen to his thoughts. This Pac-Man moron. We don't have Pac-Man fever here talking about the vaccine. We're being proposed by Trump and his friends, hydroxychloroquine, ivermectin, etc. If he's calling the vaccine an experimental medication, I just think that's flat out incorrect. I just think that's flat out incorrect, Larry. You're it's flat, flat out flat fucking out. stupid, Pac-Man. You're I, stupid. I just think it's flat out incorrect. <laughs> I mean, but it's, it is, it's experimental. When, yeah. what was MRNA delivery used for on a mass, uh, in, in a mass way before this vaccine? It wasn't. It wasn't, of course. So, and it's not a vaccine. They did have to change the definition. It is not a vaccine. It was never a vaccine, but they did it. They changed it to uh, promote buy-in from the public, right? Yeah, well, it was it was a hundred percent was going to kill everything. To yes. well, it'll just help you, and that's yeah. fine. I mean, that's to but me, say that say that from the up front. Yeah, they didn't. 
because that's always the way I understood, at least with medical professionals like the doctor that I have. It was always presented, although the it was you're absolutely correct. Anybody that was saying this was never what vaccines were called in the public. But my doctor for years would be like, well, you get the flu vaccine because even if you get it, you know, it's not as bad as if you don't, you know, so the, there were medical professionals who understood. But the the news media, all of that, the overall assumption of people of the definition was, well, if you get a vaccine kind of like because if you get a vaccine for something like measles, which have been covered very well on uh, no agenda recently going into the Brady Bunch clips mm. i mean that takes some really digging that's digging i haven't heard the rest of that show i gotta listen for that <laughs> where it's like measles are nothing but it's like yeah most of the there are vaccines that do work 100 percent. i mean you look at the smallpox kind of stuff there are things where the vaccines 100 percent. yeah where you're not you don't partially get smallpox luckily i suppose right, right or partial polio no, uh-huh you you're, don't you're bulletproof you don't want that but viruses there's a reason why there has never been a vaccine for the common cold Yes. And that, and it, and and that common cold is a coronavirus, folks, you know, and I remember when the, when it first came, I think that's preposterous. You know, they're trying what they're saying is they're trying to kill, you know, the, the, the what from what the common cold was derived or you know, it's it just it, it was absurd on the face of it. Absurd. Yeah. Just use your immune system. Yes. If he's calling the vaccine an experimental medication, I just think that's flat out incorrect. I'm with it you, was, but I'm with you. It was <laughs> yeah. it was mind control it was totalitarian authoritarian tactics they were limiting people's livelihood limiting people's ability to travel shaming people so listen on this stuff mind control seems completely beyond the pale Get i fucked. do defer <laughs> idiot to the perspective of sam harris on this which was at the very what he's talking about with regard to business closures etc it was quite a short period of time. Get yeah, yeah. fucked. Uh, it was quite a short period of time. Did you yeah. see what it did to the economy? Yeah. And again, the end result was nothing for stopping the virus. As anybody nothing. who can use logic has already figured out, the only way for the everybody self-quarantining to work when it comes to a virus literally everybody would have to do it yeah. because you can't have, well, yeah, but somebody gets to go to the store once a week. Fuck you. No, you don't because then it spreads. Mm-hmm. You, you have to literally be quarantined from everybody for X amount, whatever the amount of days is, whether it is two weeks or whatever it is, you would have to be able to do that. And the people that have to go out then, and our essential workers, well, there would have to be no essential workers. I mean, nobody could ever leave the house. So if you had a heart attack, you, you wait in two weeks for somebody to come get you, whether you're dead or alive. Yeah. The concept that you can outrun a virus, if you catch it in like the first three days and only five people got the virus, yeah. Yeah, that's it. Beyond that, not so much. And it's hilarious when you see this. Pac-Man is a lefty loon and the, the lengths that they will go to again to try to discredit donald trump who was correct about what he said 
there were medical doctors. The first one was out of France, right? That was like I had a hundred yes. people. I gave ivermectin, and they all did great. No, he was the, he was the hydroxychloroquine. Oh, that's right, France. That's right. Yes. Sorry. Which, and there's another there's another remedy that's been around probably for a hundred years. I mean, that was curing malaria cases back in the fucking Suez Canal was built. So please, it's amazing. And then I guess it's also not the lengths that they will go to in order to make their point. Yeah. Our buddies over at No Agenda also covered the Carrie Lake thing, so I figured we didn't need to cover it that deeply, but I did grab a razor fist All right. clip about uh, the whole thing, and he is he's growing on me. His style is growing he's on good. me. Yeah. He reminds me of Uncle Ted's style. So everybody listen to this clip and try to remember the way he phrases things, and then we'll get to Uncle Ted, and we can compare and contrast that as well. Good idea. Self-aware. I think you should go public with this and then no. say, hey, no, 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 no. These people don't want to. They don't want their. I turn my key in my car and I just. <laughs> oh, no. I like my. <laughs> in any other American state, that is a cutesy, comical exaggeration of political corruption. In Arizona, the land of horchata and human smuggling, a state most people don't realize has been quietly run by the mob and Mexican cartels for decades upon decades. Folks, that ain't a threat. That's a spoiler. Take the curious case of Gary Triano, Tucson, Arizona native, politically connected real estate mogul who uh, <coughs> blew up during the cookie cutter housing boom of the mid to late 1990s. Now, it's an open. De- yeah, blew up. This is right. It's- they blow him up in his car like that Vegas guy or what? Uh huh. 1990s. Now, it's an open debate who done it, but somehow between a wife that wanted out of the marriage, mobsters he owed millions to, and a political establishment his donation checks were habitually bouncing on, someone gave his car a Silkwood oil change. He headed out for work one day, adjusted his rearview mirror, turned the key in the ignition, and his eyes went from brown to blue. One blue east, one blue west, and his wife blew the hitman. Stop, his- stop. Uh-huh. What, what did he say? What was it? A silkwood oil change? What did he say? What was that phrase? I don't know what that means. It, Do well, yeah, that means? I, I don't know, but I'm assuming it meant something means like you're dead at the end of it. Silkwood it, oil change. It, could it have something? Wasn't there a big movie called Silkwood? Maybe it's a reference to that or something. Because this guy's a total movie freak. Yeah, that that could make some sense. Silkwood was a saw, 1983 drama yeah. starring Meryl Streep, Kurt Russell, and Cher. Well, I can tell you why I didn't see it. <laughs> uh, what, does, yeah. what does it say what it was about here um, oh god you're awfully quick on that keyboard i'm so impressed well, it's, you god, just got it right you got to leave it open here it was adapted from the book who killed karen silkwood so i'm assuming oh, okay uh, there we go so that's how so somebody a, a nuclear okay. whistleblower and labor yeah. union activist uh who death in a car crash gave rise to a lawsuit so yeah i guess there's that mm-hmm. it's just making people dead without uh, making it look like you're making people dead Love it. Car going up like a United Airlines flight. The investigation promptly stalls like a United Airlines flight. I know. The humor is. Uh, he's good. Razor Fist is good. We know he scripts it, but it's, uh, it's a good cares? script. It's great. And with an arrest only made over a decade after the event, centering almost solely on the wife and her accomplice, it's clear the cover-up was laid on thicker than Elvira's makeup. And yet some stuff goes... <laughs> Poor Elvira. Yeah. She's still around, which is amazing. She is. She is amazing. 
Swilling simps are already alleging Carrie Lake is, and I quote, grifting here. You know, of all the disparate subcategories of grifting for personal profit, explicitly refusing a blatant bribe to the tune of multiples of millions in favor of a public servant salary and hundreds of thousands in election lawsuit debt has to be the oddest derivation yet discovered. Hey, what's the end game of Carrie Lake's Napoleonic master plan there, Oppenheimer? Bankruptcy? What fortune for us that we have Reddit and retards on Twitter to cut through the subtext and tell us what's really going on. I've tried to tell you all about the Arizona GOP, particularly the corrupt machinery McCain installed over decades, much of which remains firmly entrenched. And folks, I warned you all about betting against the razor. The shadow famously asked, who knows what evil lurks in the hearts of men? But I'm going to say something now I never thought I would. The shadow was wrong. Evil doesn't lurk. It moves at a full sprint. But as we learn from the Kenosha kid Kyle Rittenhouse, just because evil is moving at a full sprint <laughs> doesn't mean it has to stay that way. I'm Razor Fist. Godspeed. <laughs> Wait a minute. I've watched a lot of Razor Fist and his ending salutation was always God fucking speed. Oh, interesting. What's up with that? He dropped the, uh, he didn't, he dropped dropping the F-bomb in this one. Yeah, that's really weird. I wonder when that happened. Is there, is there a Razor Fist fan in the house that could uh, tell us about that? Because he always, always ended that way. And, and, the, and, the, and the, the fucking was so plosive when he'd say it. It just, it, just, it just exploded out of his lips. This is how conspiracy theories start, Larry. Yeah. You start reading <laughs> things in like, uh-oh, what's going on what's here? What's going on with that? I want to know. His razor fist been uh, replaced with a new fist? Jeez. Mm-mm-mm. You don't know? Maybe. The Kerry Lake thing, though. I mean, this again, politics has just gotten yeah. so dirty all the way around. Oh, it's sickening. Let's sickening. offer you money to not run, to do this, to do that. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, you, you can't trust anybody in politics. So yeah. I don't know what her end game is. Like, I don't know. She, I'm, I'm torn on Carrie Lake. To be fair, I haven't followed her closely enough. Sometimes I'm like, well, yeah, she seems to be on the right side. And sometimes I get the vibe like it's all a scam. Really? But I could be again. I haven't followed it closely enough to to be able to make a uh, a full decision. Maybe I need to do more research. Yeah. Well, I know that uh, her victorious opponent, uh, Katie Hobbs, is utterly odious. And uh, it's it's a damn shame that uh, Katie didn't win that seat but yes it is what it is hey it's politics utterly odious I mean, katie i mean, I mean carrie excuse me yes. katie and carrie 2k words say just do what a trump did pelosi and uh and uh well obviously you are way too old to be doing a podcast I am, larry I am. you should i'm gonna go change my diaper and take some adrenochrome <laughs> hey you got some you could probably you could probably sell that for a good <laughs> good amount right here anybody need some adrenochrome and utterly odious that's a great show title but let's play mm. Uncle Ted, because every time I yeah. heard Razor Fist, originally the reason I didn't like listening to any of the Razor Fist stuff was I thought he was nothing more than a second-rate Ted Nugent. Oh. Because I, okay. the, the delivery to me was always very similar the way Ted does stuff. And Ted always seemed to be doing things more off the cuff. But I noticed that once I started watching Ted's YouTube channel, Rather than just seeing him, you know, on Joe Rogan here and there or another talk show here and there, 
Mm. A lot of the stuff gets repeated so much that you know it's sure. kind of scripted. So there's a lot of people that if you hear them too much, I mean, you you kind of lose the magic if they're saying the same things over and over again. Well, I think they all come from a there's a certain school of uh rhetoric that they derive their shtick from. And and the guy, what was his name? He he was a he was a foil for O'Reilly for for years. Dennis Miller. Yeah. Kind of similar stuff there as well, right? Dennis Miller did what he threatened to do for years, which was once they started taking too much money from him in taxes, he was going to refuse to work and just get the hell out of the whole thing. And he did. He just got yeah. out yeah. and is living the good life from as far as I can tell and not working. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to keep making money. If, ever, if you're going to take like 60% of what I make, why should I work? Right. He's not wrong. But here's Uncle Ted. Uncle Ted. So I'm afraid to say in this world that's gone down the toilet in all aspects, I'm afraid the success of Taylor Swift, and again, God bless her work ethic, God yeah. bless her musical dreams, but that's cartoon music. I yes. mean, it doesn't have any piss and vinegar. There's no fire. <laughs> there's no sensuality in that. It's all poppy nonsense as far as I'm concerned, and it's the most popular stuff in the world, which is an indictment to the music industry and music fans. They're not looking for that fire from a ZZ Top or from a Mitch Ryder in the Detroit Wheels or from a Brownsville Station or an Amboy Dukes, and I miss that. Thank God I'm still around because I'll yes. be Ted Nugent speakeasies this winter around Texas. <laughs> yeah, and uh, Mitch Ryder's still around. He just released an album. I was surprised because that guy's got to be like 82 or something. He's got to be. It's so funny. I was, uh, my, my uh, daughter and my wife were in this uh, antique joint uh, over the weekend and they had a substantial uh, section of vinyl, you know, and right up front was a, was a, a, a piece by uh, Mitch and the, and the wheels, you know, and I saw Mitch many years ago in Manhattan in a smaller venue. It was like maybe a 500 seat theater. It wasn't a big arena place or anything. And it was <laughs> the guy was like so cool. The uh, the uh, the curtains parted right, and as they're as they're peeling back, you know, the announcers and now, ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for Mitch Ryder of Detroit Wheels, you know. And the curtain peels back, and they're all standing there like statues, and, and they don't move for like thirty seconds. So there's this thunderous applause, and then it just fades to nothing, and everybody's looking like. What are you are doing? They manic? Are they mannequins? <laughs> what the fuck is going on? You know, and 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 Mitch, he's got his thumb thumbs hooked uh, in his belt, right? And then suddenly, just one hand, he kind of does this little um, one eighty degree wave like that. It was the only motion on that stage. And then the fucking guy in the drum kit just you know slammed the fucking cymbals, and boom, they went, they went into it. And I thought that was one of the most clever openings I've ever seen for any musical act. Full out blown into CC Rider or something like that. Yeah, off. something like that, or Devil in a Blue Dress, whatever the hell it oh. was. You know, so a big salute to Mitch. Yeah, I'm glad he's still cooking. Good for him. I discovered him when I discovered Bruce Springsteen. So this is like '84, '85, listening to a Springsteen on the No Nukes concert. Do the Devil with the Blue Dress medley, and it's listed as the you know Mitch Ryder medley on that. It's like who's Mitch Ryder, and it's like damn. Yeah. I mean, not the greatest yeah. vocalist out there, but if you want no. to talk attitude, yeah, he's, he's, yeah. he's got attitude. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, pop music today. I mean, I'm not a big fan of most pop music, which is why you got to take everything in. Uh, I guess the artist that I chose that I'd like the pop music from is Taylor Swift. 
But I also temper that with listening to uh, Ted Nugent and Frank Sinatra and Dean Martin sure. and the Pogues. And uh, I, I mean, I knew she could be a rock star when she was on the totally bizarre show that CMT, the country music network did for years, which was called Crossroads, where they took a country musician and a rock musician or band and they put them together and they would all go back and forth and they would do each other's songs. And it was Taylor Swift with Def Leppard. And she was only like 18 to 20 at the time. And she's belting out, pour some sugar on me. And it's like, this girl could be a rock star if she wanted to really, really. Okay. And it's actually even more interesting. I don't think I've ever played them on the, uh, the rock and roll pre-show, but there is, also, Taylor Swift songs that the you know the lead singer from Def Leppard is singing, so it's like it's very, very Elliot, huh? yeah, oh. very interesting. And mm. she had a track, of course, with the re-recording had to had to not be slut shaming. The uh, this is where Taylor, this is the closest she ever got to piss and vinegar was a line in a song that said you know something like she's not what she seems she's an actress she's better known for the things that she does on the mattress Ooh. i know i was like damn that is that is fire that is mm. savage right there good line yeah. and it was then redone to something like he's getting burned with the matches or something oh, like that no. that's like really why they, would you- they sanitized that are you kidding uh-huh. me i'm like why oh, would you do that that was the best line yeah. in the song shit but you know i guess if you want to appease those who are easily offended mm. it is uh it is hard to make the argument that if you're if you're looking for something that has uh piss and vinegar not taylor swift she can write a good pop song though i mean that's mm. not a, not an easy thing to do either to write a m- melody that will stick in people's heads What's really telling and a little bit sad is that um, all of the examples of uh, of piss and vinegar that that Ted takes off are acts that are, you know, really go back 40 and 50 years. Like, holy shit, has nothing newer come along since then? You know, it's really, well. Very uh, few, depending on uh, on Ted's mood. He tells the story, it was on uh, Rogan once when he was telling the story of seeing Mitch Ryder before it was Mitch Ryder and the Detroit Wheels. They were called something different before then. Hmm. And he has like this photographic memory. It was very interesting because he's like, well, I'm, he, and he's mentioning the people in the band. And he's like, there's this guy playing this through this amp. There's this guy playing this kind of guitar okay. through this amp. Rig and, rundowns. You know, and it's like he re, he has the, where you have some baseball players like the late, great Robert Feller, who had a photographic memory. And he could go through and tell you. Well, yeah, here, this game on, it was on a Saturday afternoon and here I, here's the pitch sequence I threw to a batter. You know, it's like, I can only wow. imagine what that's like to have that kind of recall to be like, yeah, that's 30 wild. years ago, I, I faced this guy and here. I can tell you the 10 pitches I threw him in a row. Yeah. Like I just, Ted seems to have that for music. I so guess I he does. And yeah, I love Ted's politics. He's got a fun personality. I'd love to have a beer with him, you know? Yes. And he's an, he's a, he's an excellent guitar player. However, there's, there's no track that I've ever heard, and I don't know his whole catalog. But if, if I've, the times that I've kind of combed through the best of Ted, 
He's never done a track that really grabbed me that I thought had a great hook or it kind of bent my brain, you know, but it, there's a lot of stuff out there like that. That's kind of in this, in that same Ted zone that people love. But for me, it's just kind of like, eh, you know, there are a few, I mean, you got the cat scratch fevers, you got the storm yeah. troop and they, there are some legendary riffs. Yeah. But he's another one that's not a great vocalist. So that kind of limits some of the things that you really have to catch it with the guitar part. There are things that you hear and you know immediately mm. that it's Ted playing the guitar, yeah. but they do, they fall into a much smaller range than mm. Mark Knopfler. And you always can tell, at least I can, when it's Mark Knopfler playing guitar. But oh, he would. Or very unique style, sure. But he does everything from very country sounding stuff to very rock. So there, he has mm. a much greater breadth of. Um, ground that he covers yeah. and you can still tell it's him which is amazing eddie van halen very similar too it's like you know when sure. it's eddie van halen playing yeah and it doesn't matter if he's playing an old beat up acoustic guitar that's not in tune somehow he makes it sound really good yeah not people i mean i know you're not a huge fan of uh the edge from you too because it's all electronic <laughs> gimmick you know but it's i like the sound that he gets so i don't really care well, that's good it's okay you know, if it's nice and he, if it's like hey i can play that because it uh, just you just got to have the right electronic gear that you're putting everything through well he does a lot with a little so we'll give him a hat tip for that yes oh yeah they made one hell of a career out of it no yeah. question about it now we got another one more scott libido clip one more scott yeah he's smoking He's cooking. <laughs> Today's post goes out to all you folks out there who are constantly bombarding me. Uh, you shouldn't smoke. You're an asshole for smoking. You're stupid. You know what that's doing to you? See, I'm usually posting about something so vital to save your community and your country. And all you zoom right in on my vice. See, I need you to prioritize here. And hear me out on this one. Yeah, I smoke. Now... I used to smoke three packs a day. I hate that I have to explain this to people, but sometimes you fucking need it. I know you're looking out for my well-being. I get it, but it fucking bothers me, okay? This is a Marlboro Ultralight, the lightest they make. I used to smoke three packs a day, Marlboro Reds and, uh, oh, I was crazy. But I, I, I'm down to about, about a half a pack a day. Now, I get these cigarettes down south really cheap. And if you notice, you'll see me with a half a cigarette all the time. What I do is I break them right in half. Just like that, I break them in half. I throw that fucking away, and I light the fucker up. <laughs> a half a cigarette, I like it. Half a, but, what, but what he's doing is he's breaking the filter off and throwing it away. Oh, okay. So, so like, he's just he's so, just getting to the good stuff. There's no filter. Exactly. So just just buy a filterless camel or a Paul Mall or something. Why fucker? <laughs> what, what are you paying for the filter for, Scott? He's, I don't get it. Oh, that's funny. He's cutting the filters off. Yeah. Yeah. But he's smoking light, so that's totally okay. So is it is the tobacco actually lighter, or is, is it all in the filter? I don't know. I guess Ted, not Miss uh, Scott knows. That's a good know. question. <laughs> I don't know. Scott, you're an asshole. For, you shouldn't smoke it. Shh. Do I come to you and smack that triple layer chocolate cake that you're stuffing in your fat fucking face when you should only had one piece? You should. I mean, that would help people. Like, no, you're having too much. Stop it. It's a, yeah, it is. It's just another vice. It's another you, different health problems from different vices. Sure. 
Do I knock the fucking bacon or that buttery, rich, fatty ribeye? Do I knock that out of your fat fucking clogged artery face? Do I knock the soda, the Coca-Cola out of your mouth? Cola is the worst thing for you. It's eating you alive. Worse than this. Do I knock the french fries out of your fat face? French fries? That's the worst thing for you. Do I knock the handful of fucking opioids out of your mouth that you suck down like M&M's every day? Because you need to calm your nerves. A lot of people do. No doubt about that. No. no. So shut the fuck up. See, I don't do drugs. I did back in the day. I did a lot of things. But right now, what keeps me calm to a degree and keeps me from killing fucking folks (laughs) is having a couple of drags of a cigarette and a martini. See, I work out every other day. See, it's called balance. See, I love French fries. Who doesn't? But I make sacrifices and I keep a balance. Instead of fries, I have steamed broccoli with a little salt on it with my sandwich or my burger. I love bacon, but I don't eat bacon. I like this. See, so with you, with your diabetes and your clogged fucking bowels and your belly hanging to your fucking knees, leave me the fuck alone and look in the mirror. <laughs> Quit no, stone, Yeah. So, so I think Phone Boy was thought that uh, that Adam and John were maltreating their producers. They should hear, hear Scott. <laughs> it's a little bit of tough love right there. <laughs> Holy shit. Whoa. And I tell you, our coverage of that got rave reviews all the way around, including a few people who are very uh, good friends with Phone Boy that were like, yeah, it's exactly what I wanted to tell him, but he hates you. So let you you do the dirty work. And uh, so I'm we, like, that's we good. took I, the heat. Huh? Yeah, I just wanted to, you know, again, I'm always like, was I fair? That's the only thing I really care about. Was I fair? Did I say anything that was incorrect? And even the people that were calling us out for even talking about it, I was like, well, if you can tell me where I'm wrong, I'm willing to listen. And nobody offered sure. up anything. Yeah. Which says a lot to me. It like, was fun stuff. It was, and that was uh, <laughs> Sir, Sir, Sir Seed Sitter. He's like, dude, it was good and, and good content all the way around. And, and, you know, both phone boys and you're very entertaining. Keep it up. All right. Because people enjoy like the uh, people enjoy a little drama every now and then. Of course they do. Yeah. The closer That's to home good. it hits, the more fun, I guess it is. Oh, yeah, sure. And sure, people sure. get to point one way or the other. Mm-hmm. Definitely. <laughs> And it wouldn't be a planet rage if we didn't bring you at least a quick clip from this idiot. Yeah. John Stewart is returning to The Daily Show through at least the election to anchor at least every Monday. And if you don't think that's a big story, you don't realize that we are at war. We're at war. This sounds sounds like violent rhetoric to me, Larry. What do you think? Is this violent rhetoric? This guy is so far out there. Like, who gives a shit? Wow. We are at war. Well, you know, the war that he means is the one with people like you and I that are uh, yes. that are people that don't believe in the Democrat way. Mm. Right now, it is only a media war, and here's hoping it stays only a media war. But right now, we, the pro-democracy side. The pro-democracy side. So uh, the, the people that vote for Donald Trump, they're, they're the anti-democracy side. They they're fascists. Except explain uh, who's the one trying to silence and keep a presidential candidate off and somebody trying to put a president in jail. 
Mm. For things that nobody has any proof of. It's fine. Yeah. Side, need all the fighters we can get. Wait, that sounds like violent rhetoric. When you say it you sure need does. fighters, Keith. Does. That sounds like he wants people to go out and commit acts of violence. When you say somebody yeah. needs fighters, remember, fighters. he was against Donald Trump saying fight, fight, fight. But what's this motherfucker saying? Fight. Good point, Darren. Yeah. It's amazing, isn't it? It is amazing. It is amazing. And hell, John Stewart and I have hated each other since 2003. Well, okay. Stop. Now I, now I like John Stewart. <laughs> yes. That I never that. fucking liked John Stewart, but now I have to like John Stewart. John, I love you. That's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> like, never been a big fan, although. Never. I will uh, say, because of Bill O'Reilly, and people love when I mentioned Bill O'Reilly, that he and Stewart had a thing where the benefits went to charity. This was like 10 years ago or so. And they went and they had a debate with each other and had a good old time with it. And they argued the points of the day, whatever was going on. And he's like, well, now we couldn't do that because he's afraid to. Now, Stuart, you know, you can't even talk to somebody like Bill O'Reilly because obviously he's a horrible uh, Trumper. But back in the day, he wasn't completely out to where uh, there there was a clip that O'Reilly had. Maybe it's on YouTube. It was funny. Because O'Reilly, like me, big Irish guy, he's like 6'5 or so. And John Stewart's a little guy. So, I mean, John Stewart had like phone books and stuff that he was standing on. <laughs> and he had a thing built in that made it look like his, you know, he was getting taller behind the podium rather than. Well, funny. Uh, so, he could, <laughs> so he could be taller than O'Reilly. It was good entertainment. And it was guys that were in. O'Reilly was on his show a ton because O'Reilly's always trying to sell a book. Right. And John Stewart would have him on. You notice O'Reilly keeps doing books, but now, you know, the the view won't have him on. Remember the last time he was on the view, they had to walk off because it was so horrible. Really? Really? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Oh, my. It's insane. So John Stewart, wow. at least in that aspect, has never been as totally insane. And if he hates Keith Oberman, I mean, maybe, like maybe we need to give him a, a second look. Maybe we do. I never, I never dug his show. And I, I heard uh, Adam and John, especially Adam say that he was kind of a regular viewer of, of Stewart in the, I guess in the early days, he was good, but I, the guy always rubbed me the wrong way. I never, uh, I never dug his, his shtick. So I didn't watch. No, I never did either. Never watched the, uh, what's it? The daily show that he did. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was just such, it was just such a, a lefty a cheering section really that's all it was you know there was t- to me there was never uh, you know an alternate view it was just like uh you know the pep squad for the lefties but right that's always a feeling i got watching that well now that's all of the media yeah yeah actually it's probably he was it was the, it was probably the young turks one you know 1.0 was uh, right the, the daily show really they just took it and magnified it yeah with an uglier guy shank <laughs> true the fuck his name. true <laughs> Also, I even think Rachel Maddow should come back on the air five nights a week. (laughs) Oh, thanks, Keith. We really care. Yeah. Because this is war. Again, this is war. This sounds like violent rhetoric. War. This is war. This is war. Also, five takeaways from five takeaways from the New Hampshire primary pieces, Uh, starting with take away this tired old format. But if you're going to do a five takeaways piece, include some of the real takeaways, like Trump is still three days later in full insanity mode about Nikki Haley. I don't even know what that means. Full insanity mode about Nikki Haley. 
Nobody knows. Nikki Haley is still in the race just in case Trump announces that we all have to change our underwear every half an hour and wear it on the outside so he can check. Uh, What does that mean, Keith? You get that? What is that joke? I was hoping somebody would know because that was the only reason I let the whole thing go past the five takeaways thing. Otherwise, that would have all come off. I didn't understand wearing your underwear on the outside. So it, it it was it something to do with the E. Jean Carroll thing. I mean, Keith likes to think that he's a jokester of some sort. He does. He does. He thinks he's a quipster. But it never seems to quite hit. And he's just a queep. Yes, he is. <laughs> no question. And uh, that's why I like to bring Keith just so everybody can keep up with how crazy. Yeah the world is i mean the one of the last weeks he wanted to put trump in gitmo and uh, oh yeah trump, now well, it's from trump is hitler and trump's in gitmo and trump oh my god it's <laughs> we should there should be a supercut of all the things that uh, keith has claimed trump is that'd be a fun yes. supercut and now we're at war war we are at war and this is a value for value podcast so if you want to help our side win you want to help support this show yeah you can go over to planetrage.show slash donate. All of the information is there. You can use the donate button for a one-time or monthly donation through PayPal. You can use the QR codes, wallet addresses. If you want to do the crypto thing, you can use the PO box address that Uncle Sam keeps charging more for. And you can boost, boostagram, send us some Satoshis. It is all very much appreciated. We got a few people to thank for today's show, including Sir Sean of the Allegheny Valley with his $20 monthly. Thank you, Sir Sean. He's been coming in for a long, long time. He's dynamite. All of the shows I do, except the one the Russian guy's on. So I could just be, could just be because of Gene. I'm not really sure. Who knows? We're just happy he's with us. We are. We like him backing our play as we do. No beret who came in with $5 and says, no parade. No parade. Right. I, I forgot that the, We've okay. updated him. He says, congratulations to Taylor Swift making it to the Super Bowl. And he wants you to follow him on X. That is no underscore beret. And he says, you can get Larry approved pointy chicks, Mopars, and soon <laughs> to come how to yeah. video. So no beret, no parade going to be doing how to videos. I don't know about what. Oh, cool. Cool. But probably something fun. I want to see those because he is a dyed in the wool car guy and a Mopar guy, a car guy. And they really, that company had a different way of, uh, of looking at things. You know? Yes. Oh, no we question. Did. Yeah. Yeah. Well, one, one summer I spent uh, uh, hanging tires and shocks on cars. And man, I was befuddled when somebody pulled in there with a Chrysler and I was trying to take the lug nuts off all four wheels by spinning that wrench. Uh, uh, counterclockwise, which is how you would and, normally do it, which, but not on Chrysler's they, they, they reverse them from side to side or used to be, which was fucking inane. But <laughs> that's how they did them. Like yeah. here, let's really fuck with people. Exactly. It's like, what? <laughs> you know, you're going to be stuck on the side of the road at some point and be like, why won't this to come off? <laughs> right. <laughs> Shit. Don't do it. But Hey, if you know yeah. a car guy, that's who you call. He'll tell you. And, 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 and no parades, the dude, he's a Mopar man. For sure. And we should have probably started with the booster grams because the uh, top boost is 50,000 Satoshis, which is 2149, which is the number one donor yet again today. You may have heard of him. Some people call him the podfather. 
Adam, wow, he's Clark back. Curry, yes. Wow, thank you, Adam. How cool. He says, <laughs> you guys crack me up, which, which is good, I guess. Yeah. So we're like no agenda, but funnier, and we swear more. <laughs> A lot more. Maybe says, that's it. Maybe that's our secret sauce. Maybe. It's like I prayed for Foam Boy and Phoenix and want them to know they are always welcome to come back home. And that's it. I mean, no matter how much people argue, uh, people make their own choices. It's like nothing is ever permanent. A lot of people want to think that it is. And I yeah. really looked into that whole situation because I wanted answers and I still haven't found any. So it's, you know, neither here nor there, as they say, I was hoping you know, there would be an answer, but I, I haven't found it. There may still be, you know, so it's, a lot of times people um, will get uh for lack of a better term i'll say their feathers ruffled with the initial shock of some something some occurrence such as this happened what happened which to you and i seems trifling you know hey you never know maybe over time sort of the tumblers will click in in their minds and then realize you know this wasn't such a big deal it wasn't a big deal at all and they will come back and that'd be nice yeah phone boys over in thailand right now probably Is searching really? for uh Searching for guidance and uh Wow, that's a long way away. Holy shit. Yeah, that's one hell of a work trip. I mean, I I didn't like to travel for work if I had to go like twenty miles away. It's like really uh, Thailand, dude. Thailand. Wow. An adventure, no doubt though. Great food. Surfer came in with twenty five thousand Satoshis, which is just about almost eleven bucks, doing the math in my head. Thank you, Surfer. And uh he says Taylor Swift the new george soros interesting take i think she has more i mean she has to spend less to get the same kind of results as far as if you're looking to change elections and to get votes for people that's an interesting uh, title the new george soros wow and i mean Mm. we uh, i think discussed that at one point that it was a soros-based company as you said it was a money maker but it was that Soros based company that bought her masters after they were sold the first time. Mm-hmm. Then a Soros owned uh, conglomerate picked them up. There's a lot of connections there. There are. And we live in a world where that cult of personality can definitely sway things. Social media has changed things in a way that, uh, just like the deep fakes never going back into the bottle anybody that wants to be successful now in politics or anything like that you have to understand way more moving parts than you used to in the past but is taylor the new george soros at the very least she's hotter that's for sure that (laughs) soros is uh he's hard to look at he looks like the emperor from star wars he does yeah that's right you're right he does yes and you can see him putting his hands out and going, I got you. That's <laughs> right. That's the exact noise it makes. Just, just him talking. <laughs> the Speedy Bubble came in with one, two, three, four, five, which is a little over five bucks today. Thank you, Speedy Bubble. He says, I'm not very active on the socials because, you know, people, but I would be interested in joining Planet Rage.social. Yeah, you and I need a figure that one out, have a conversation. We know we're only opening it up to people who are dyed in the wool, planet mm-hmm. ragers, 
whether we set a minimum like, hey, because if we say it, anybody that donates five bucks gets in, then people will just be putting five bucks to get in. So there's got to be some kind of a, uh, a a standard, you know, whether that's monetary yeah. or whether that's just that, you know, you've been around long enough that we know the name. And uh, I think there's a standard at the same time. I think doesn't it require a certain volume of traffic for it to become interesting and fun and well the fact that it all intermingles with everything else not we don't really need a whole lot of traffic on because there are plenty of one person mastodon and pleroma servers because then you just go follow everybody else and they follow you so okay all right shows what i know but we like i mean i mean we've got dame jennifer who we can give a an account Uh, to because she you hear her on every show yes you do and then, of course, Dame Slamey, they're way above uh-huh. the donation amount, as is uh, Dame Kendra, Dame Kenny Ben. Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean, maybe it should just be us and a lot of hot women on this server. That uh, would probably. You know what? I like, I like where you're going with that. Yeah. <laughs> it's a, it's a way, less, way less of a chance somebody's going to go crazy because women are way more stable. We all know that. That's true. They're very less, very much less likely to reach for a weapon and start shooting. True. Well, I mean, Dame Slamy may be the exception to that. Part to <laughs> no, I think no. She's very, she's because she vents vocally, and and I think that uh, that's very healthy. Yeah. So it will be invite only, and we'll figure out the details now that everything's been up and running, and I think we're good to start allowing more people in. We still got to get your all of your accounts set up as well. We need to get like the Larry photo, the, the images do. and all that stuff. All that shit. My, my, uh, you know, I'm still basically, uh, I'm talking to you again via this little netbook, which is uh, very feeble. And my, my, um, my new Lenovo, the custom build arrived this morning. Ooh. But, uh, yeah. But I haven't had time to uncreate it and you know set it up. So, so by next week, we should know if that was a good choice or a bad choice. Exactly. Exactly. I'm hoping it's a good one. And then I can, you know, when I'm, when I'm no longer juggling three fucking machines to, yes. to do anything, I think I should be more productive. So that's kind of the idea. Probably. Yeah. And then, of course, our buddy Comic Strip Blogger came in yeah. with 10,800 Satoshis. And I think he wanted you to read that again because he doesn't like the shouty voice. But he liked it last week. I know. He's very fickle. He is fickle. Or right, here we go. CSB. Howdy, Irish Mafia, Larry and Darren. Please tell your audience to follow at CSB on X, formerly known as Twitter. That's just three simple letters to remember. CSB. And don't forget to check out his blogo at www.csb.lol for cartoons without baboons. <laughs> and Darren, congrats on No Agenda Artwork win yesterday. Yo, CSB. Yes, Darren, congrats on How many wins have you had now? Holy shit. Um, one of the last ones hit. 100 so i think we're at like 102 or 101 something like that you're an animal you're a rock star with this stuff there are a couple nick the rat and uh there are a few that are above still maybe martin jj there were a few that had a lot back in the day there's a lot more competition now which is good it's a lot more fun and csp should just it's it's like cbs but change the letters then people will always remember what you got there that's a good uh what do they say mnemonic to remember by good yes Yes. Speaking of memes, real quick, I saw one, and this kind of goes in with the uh, the last the last Scott clip. Um, it's a is a cartoon 
of a doctor sitting at a table, a cartoon, a sketch, sketch type cartoon, and the woman is facing him, and the doctor says, um, your illness is caused by your lifestyle. And she says, oh, I guess I have to change my lifestyle? And he says, no, here's a pill. <laughs> I mean, really, that's one of the greats, I think. Well, everything, there is a pill for everything now. It would seem so, yes. It doesn't matter if it's good for you or bad for you. Let's take it. The concept is they are creating things specifically so they can give you a pill to fix it. Definitely. Which, I mean, if you're going to make money, I guess that's one way to do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was the one of the longest running jokes through... Uh, that show big bang theory when they brought in the female character that uh, then became working for the medical company and it's all like no no we just gotta we gotta give you the whatever thing so we can sell you the thing to fix it and uh unlike uh david pakman joe rogan's absolutely right that if you just make yourself healthier you will do much better without needing drugs and understand what all of these supplements and stuff because as you do age your body does change so know what you need whether that's vitamin d or vitamin b12 or iron or zinc or magnesium if you have a like with the migraines once i started hopping magnesium daily the migraines instead of being maybe six to 12 a year went down to just a handful. So the magnesium wow. definitely so made a, a difference, yeah. but you have to know what your thing is. When I went in with that uh, whole side of my body going numb, they did all the blood work and they're like, well, everything's fine. I mean, your mag- the magnesium was, you know, they give you that range that you should be in. Yeah. It was like one tick off of what they would recommend. So it wasn't even like you're really low on it. Mm-hmm. It was just like one tick off. And I'm like, well, okay. They didn't say go start taking magnesium, but I did. And all of a sudden things got quite a bit better. So also understand sometimes doctors don't even know what's going on. This is true. But the magnesium thing, well, that's very cool. And don't you get that? Uh, is it bananas are full of it? something? Some fruit is loaded with the magnesium. Might be bananas. I don't know. But I think there's a decent amount as well as potassium in the bananas. Uh, okay. But the magnesium, it's a simple, well, it depends which magnesium you have to buy. Some of them are quite large pills and some of them are Ooh. more like tablets. So it all depends which kind you get. Bully Steed came in with 10,101. Thank you, Bully Steed. Says uh, Sally Hemmings' mother, Elizabeth Betty Wales, was half-sister to Martha, Thomas Jefferson's wife. We had talked about that in the last show. We did. Both Betty and Martha fathered by John Wales English, a sea captain. So, yeah, there was a lot of uh, the stories of these kind of things. If you don't know history, you're doomed to repeat it. You hear the story that Thomas Jefferson started a relationship with a slave girl. Mm -hmm. You say that to 99% of the people in the United States right now, they would assume what you're saying is he had a relationship with a girl that was black. But she was three quarters English or whatever, European and one quarter African-American. It's like, but it's a, does it really matter? I mean, no, in some sense, she was still a slave. But it's like the concept when you start trying to go, well, who deserves reparations? 
Well, this was a girl that was three quarters European. So, well, now who really deserves the reparations? It gets very confusing when you start seeing that. Conundrums are everywhere. Uh And then Sir Truck Driver, who came in with 6666, Uh, who who says this is totally not a satanic boost. (laughs) I missed donating last week. So here is a double up. Thanks for what you guys do, Ray John. Well, thank you. Thank you, Sir Truck Driver. He does a couple different shows. He's got a music show called Rolling On, which is rollingon.show. And if you want to hear him talk, you can go to shiftinggears.show. Everybody's got a podcast. That's the ISO right there. Everybody's got a podcast. There you go. But Sir Truck Driver, he's been doing it for a long time. He's kind of dabbled in and out. Good for him. Very cool. He's got a lot of time. Now, if you can, well, it depends if you're able to record while you're out there on the road. Just keep your eyes on the road. Don't let the AI drive the truck. (laughs) No, don't do that. (laughs) Do not do that. But thank you to everybody from the Podfather Adam Curry on down to Sir Truck Driver for helping support the rage. It's a cathartic experience. Tell a friend, tell five friends, leave a review for the show wherever you get your podcast. It all helps to spread the word and mm. and keep the rage therapy at a reasonable level or just uh you know let it uh let it boil over it's good for yes. you yep. csp is like wait it's show 113 give me my money back <laughs> he does not like 13s do you know what's coming up this week on that larry show i i don't doubt oh. it's a it's a mystery but i will say this very quickly you know due to a popular demand um, I have another fresh uh, stack of uh, Lutfa stickers. Woo! So, um, yeah, so I'll be posting uh, some some fresh images of that in the, um, you know, No Authority Social and on my website. So they're there. And, but I don't know what's coming up. What do you have for random thoughts? I never know. I'm going to the dentist tomorrow, so that's always good. Ooh. Is I this finally, just a checkup or are you having any, any issues? They're finally going to get the... I just need, I think tomorrow is probably just doing the impression to get the new crown made. Remember that the okay. other dentist screwed yes. up. That's been out yes. since last a Yeah. I've been working with a temporary crown Ooh. since April and it's been fine. I mean, the oddity was that was also the tooth that needed the re root canal. So it's he, the dentist had enough adhesive in there with that. The guy doing the re root canal to, had a really hard time getting it off. Oh boy. And I'm really surprised that the thing hasn't fallen off since I had the re-root canal done. Mm. So this thing I've gotten my use out of a temporary crown because now it's been almost what over a half a year. Jeez. So it'll be nice to get that taken care of. And I finally got the final three vinyl albums on Sunday via FedEx. Oh, wow. So the the Taylor Swift order, which was a pre-order in August, originally yeah. got the wrong items on October 31st, it took them to January, what, 28th, 29th, whatever, 28th to get the correct items. Not customer service right there. Not not (laughs) good customer customer service. Customer slowness. (laughs) Yeah, and I was like, well, how about you giving them free? And they're like, well, because they did that with people that didn't get stuff on time Mm -hmm. for Christmas. And they're like, well, your order wasn't supposed to be there before Christmas. And I'm like, the fuck it wasn't. It was originally here October 31st and it was wrong. So how do you figure? Yeah. So now the joke will be to do the whole breakdown of how many emails and how long this took. And then I want to send it back to them for one more thing and be like, are you really sure there's nothing you want to do 
to in a customer <laughs> service standpoint to uh to make this somewhat right and maybe offer something maybe an extra five bucks you know somewhere something 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 yeah but you know how it is this is the brand new world where people just want to make you angry so that's why you Seems tune a lot in. of them do yeah Seems a lot of them do yeah that's why you come here to Planet Rage. We will be back next week, 1 p.m. Central Time. Tune into the mighty No Agenda stream. Get on a podcasting 2.0 app. We do go lit, so you should get your little alert when we're going live. That way you won't have to miss even a second of the fun. Until then, I am Darren O'Neill. And who are you again? I always forget. Uh, Larry Dickman. <laughs> Later, everybody. We need more Dickman. <laughs> The U.S. strikes back, killing a member of the Islamic State. Enough gun. Whole world going to shit.